Thank you for tuning in to our Love and Marriage podcast, hosted by Pastor Dominic and Lady Leslie Ose. Join us as we unfold the mysteries behind godly relationships and marriages. Sit back, relax, and be transformed by the teaching of God's Word. And now, Pastor Dominic and Lady Leslie. In every relationship, <clears throat> if you want to know why it's working or why it's not working, you have to go back to the dynamics of your family. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important to go back to the genesis of what happened to you, mm-hmm. what caused certain things, how you related to certain people. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important um, to make sure that you understand these things. <clears throat> and so when it comes to the dynamic in your family, um, examples are you know, how you were treated, if your needs were met emotionally, what kind of responses you got. Mm. And so in my case, I remember when Pastor and I went into counseling, um, one complaint that I had, I didn't have many complaints about him, but one that I I did have was that he doesn't talk um, (laughs) when something is wrong. (laughs) He will never talk when something (laughs) is wrong. And that's naturally a man thing. But then I was like, no, this is what causes marriages to die. And so when we go back to the dynamics of relationships, et cetera, et cetera, um, you have to understand where you came from. Mm. So pastor, in this sense, he would not talk if something was wrong. Now, naturally, understanding um, male um, energy is very important, and that's something that I've studied. Masculine energy, I understand that, but I also understand that certain things, if not spoken spoken about and or communicated um, about, it can actually mess up your marriage and or relationship. Mm. And so I remember when we went to my pastor, who's also a counselor. He He actually has his doctorate in psychology. And one thing he did was he said, let me take you back. Mm. He said, how did you grow up? And I want to know who was in your house. And I explained to him, I grew up in a house with a mom and a dad. And I had my six siblings around me. It's seven of us. Um, And he said... If you were to get hit by one of your siblings, what would happen? Mm. And I told him, I would run to my mother or my father and tell them, or I would fight until my mother and my father came to separate us. Then he went to pastor. He said, how did you grow up? You want to tell them how you grew up? Well, I grew up, um, my father was very old, Mm -hmm. so I have an older father. And Mm -hmm. also, my mom passed away very early. Mm -hmm. And so... And we were eight of us. It was eight of us from mm-hmm. my mother's side. For, and then my father also had more children. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's like you have to survive on your mm-hmm. own kind of thing. Because we didn't really get to see our mother when mm-hmm. we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she died when we were very young. So mm-hmm. we never got that opportunity to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, have that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with our parents. Like my father, he's older parents. So mm-hmm. for him, he had many children. So for when it got to our, us, it was just... He wasn't ready to be that kind of father to us, mm-hmm. like a young father mm-hmm. who want to, you know, Attentive. yes. Yeah. And he was too busy trying to, you know, make money to take care of us. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't have that opportunity to have that. So for us, we had to survive on our own. So if something is wrong with you, you better figure it out yourself mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was the difference. That was a, that was a good thing that he did. He mm-hmm. pointed that thing out. Mm-hmm. And I think it helped you to understand me more. Mm-hmm. And it helped you to understand and me. And then I understood you more. Because for you, 
you call your dad daddy. For me, I got to call my dad papa in the sense that he was a, he, he could have been my grandfather in the mm-hmm. sense. And so uh, you are dealing with a, a much older person mm-hmm. who didn't mm-hmm. have that kind of, um, you know, the way that the youth, the young people are today. Oh, mm-hmm. dad, my daddy will buy me this and that. We didn't have that kind of uh, environment mm-hmm. when we were growing up. It's like, you know, daddy, would, papa would do the best to make sure that he, give, he gives you money for food in the morning mm-hmm. and then also give you, you know, make sure that there's food on the table at night. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest is you got to figure it all out by yourself. And it was so many, it was many, too, it was so many of us. So you can't, it can't just be you mm-hmm. trying to, you know, everything you're going back to your dad and all mm-hmm. that because he was too busy at work anyway, mm-hmm. you know. And so once we figured that out, we realized how to communicate with one another. Mm. I realized that I had to essentially poke the bear. I had to now prompt him and try to get things out of him. And so every day it be, it became, okay, I see that you're quiet. Mm. Can you tell me what's wrong? And so we began communicating that way. That one bit was able to allow us to, you know, communicate effectively. Mm. And so one of the things that you have to make sure you do in your relationships, in your marriage, is always go back to the root of things. Mm. How did I grow up? How did he grow up? How did she grow up? You have to have an understanding of someone. If you don't, no matter what type of relationship it is, it will always fall. Now, understanding them does not mean that you tolerate, you know, whatever it is, but you understand why they do it. That understanding brings about, you know, uh, togetherness mm. that many people don't realize it brings. And I think, I mean, going back to understand, I think mm-hmm. that's the key. The reason why most people get annoyed because they don't understand people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, before you get married, learn to understand somebody. Mm-hmm. Learn to know where their background, where they are coming from. Mm-hmm. And because it will help you to understand them better. Mm-hmm. So when they do what they are doing, you will not be offended by mm-hmm. it. Because the reason why most people are offended is because they don't understand the people mm-hmm. that they are dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's not personal. It's just who they are. True. So once, once you get to know that, oh, this is how my wife is. Mm-hmm. This is how my husband is. Mm-hmm. It will help you to understand the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once you understand a person, guess what? Bible says, in all you get to get understanding. Mm-hmm. It helps you. Mm-hmm. It will not get you frustrated. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, this is how the person is. I know where they're coming from. I'm able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, you're not going to change the person. Mm-hmm. You are not called as Christ mm-hmm. to change people. Mm-hmm. You, you got to find the type of person that you can deal with them. But mm-hmm. before you can deal with them, you need to understand where they are coming from. That is why going back from the beginning is very important. Mm-hmm. Because the person that you are going to marry, when you marry that person, you are not just marrying the person, you are marrying the history of that person. Mm-hmm. And so what the background is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And so um, the dynamics of the family is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 even the way they deal with their siblings, everything, mm-hmm. you got to see all that before you make the decision to say yes or before you make a decision to propose. Mm-hmm. Don't just you know, look at the person and think that that's all you're going to get. You're going to you get more than what the person is bring, what you think they are bringing they are bringing their whole history mm-hmm. and you are going to marry that history mm-hmm. and so it helps us it helped for, for us it helped us that day mm-hmm. and the reason why you have never forgotten about that because mm-hmm. that was, that was a game changer mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you were worried that this man that I'm about to marry 
is he is this how it's gonna be? And I'm talkative, so that's scary. Yeah. yeah. And so for me, I'm like, why this girl's always poking me? Like, why why does he always want to know what's happening? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And the nature of most men and and and, and mo- if you have uh, a spouse here, my husband here, you can attest to this. Most men don't like to talk. Mm-hmm. That's our nature. Mm-hmm. You add on to plus coming from a family mm-hmm. where you didn't have nobody to talk to mm-hmm. about anything. And you, actually, when you talk, when you as a man talking or crying, they're like, as a man, men don't cry. Mm-hmm. So most of our lives, we've been told not to say anything, mm-hmm. right? We've been saying we've, we've been told not to cry because boys don't cry, men don't cry. Mm-hmm. But now that we get married for the first time, they want us to talk. I'm like, hey, all my life, nobody told me to say anything. Mm-hmm. But now I'm married, you want me, you want me to say everything. Mm-hmm. And so it's just understanding the nature of man helped. And that I'm, I'm glad that he pointed that out. Mm-hmm. And it was like um, a burden lifted off me mm-hmm. as a man. Mm-hmm. Because now I didn't have to pretend, but I can, my wife can now understand who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that caused us again, like he's saying, it caused our relationship to shift even greater because now I understood okay, he didn't have anyone to talk to, I had a whole bunch of people to talk to. Fast forward five years in, he actually talks more than me now. I find myself just sitting down, minding my business most of the time, mm. and he talks a lot now. You see how it shifted dynamics, but we needed to understand each other to begin with. And when you're understanding dynamics as well, too, in your family, you have to say, were my needs met as a child? Because that is also very pivotal in this whole marital game. Were my needs met? When I was a child and I had to ask for something, were my needs met? Was it met easily? Did I have to fight for it? Did I have to end up getting it on my own? These things are very important. Because when you translate that into marriage, you realize that that is the same way you will act towards your spouse. See, I, when I was a child, I wouldn't say I got everything easily, but I knew I had a mother and father there. And so I can ask. And normally, even if I didn't get it, at least they would explain to me, you know, we don't have the money or not at this moment or we just got you something. So they explain things to me. As a result, in my marriage, I'm not spoiled. When I need something and I say, you know, husband, can we do this? Can we do that? He can easily say no. And I have an understanding of that because the way my needs were met was I was told no, but I was explained to. And so he'll tell us too, you know, this is out of our budget or we're right on budget. And so let's continue this. Let's do that. And so it never caused me to have friction. Same way with him. His needs, was it met or not? These are things that are very, very important to understand. That's, that's amazing. That's really good. You know, uh, talking about needs met is very important mm-hmm. because the way you were treated as a child is the same way you would treat, as especially from the woman perspective, mm-hmm. that you would treat your husband or your husband, you will react to your husband. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. In, in marriage, in a marriage uh, environment, you know, the husband is seen more as the, the father. Mm-hmm. All right. So the relationship, it, it's so many different relationships in marriage. You can see your husband as a husband. Mm-hmm. You can see him as a father. You can see him also as a boy. Mm-hmm. And you are being a mother. And, uh, and all these things happen in marriage. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, you have to carry different hats. Mm-hmm. You have to wear different hats. Because sometimes your husband wants to be just a husband. Mm-hmm. If sometimes he wants to be the father. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he wants to be the, the, the little boy. Mm-hmm. And he wants to you know just 
wants to be spoiled by you, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes he wants to be treated as a king. Mm-hmm. And, and as a woman, you should know all these things to be able mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. to, you know, for the, for the man. So for us, um, for a woman, because sometimes your husband wants to be the father type where he wants to provide for you, he wants to give you whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so if you need something and you ask him and he said no, the way you were treated as a child, mm-hmm. the way you reacted, that is the same way you may you you will end up reacting to your husband. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were very spoiled as a child, mm-hmm. you bring that spoilness into your marriage. Mm-hmm. So anytime he says no, it's a problem. You throw a tantrum. Tantrum, you fighting. There's always a fight. Yes. Yeah. And so it's very important to know these things before you get into marriage. Mm-hmm. Because you can't break these kind of habits. Mm-hmm. It's, some of these habits can be can be can be worked on, mm-hmm. and it can stop. You can stop it before you enter marriage. Mm-hmm. That is why preparation for marriage is very very important. Mm-hmm. You need to now look into your life. There are many things that we haven't touched on mm-hmm. that you don't even know that you need to work on mm-hmm. before you get into marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't work on it now, mm-hmm. when the marriage comes, you will destroy the marriage. Mm-hmm. Most men will get turned off mm-hmm. if. You ask something and they say no, and you 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 throw a, t- you throw a t- tantrum. Then you 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 we keep doing that for a couple of years. He will give up. He will yeah. say, you know what, I'm done. Yeah. There's nothing else that I can do. This girl is selfish. If yeah. if it's not in their way, da da da. The same goes for the men. Mm-hmm. There are same ways that maybe you used to get get in your get your own way. You know, whatever you ask your mother. Yeah. Uh, and that's why, moms, we have a responsibility to make sure we raise good men in yeah. the kingdom of God. Yeah. Not spoiled men, good men. You know, you, whatever you ask your mom, if your mom give it to you, mm-hmm. and so next time if, if your wife deny you something, even with sex, mm-hmm. the way you react because she said, okay, she was tired for one day, mm-hmm. and you will react very negatively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because you always got whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And so these are habits that we need to check, especially if you already if you are not married and you want to get into marriage, you have to make sure that you're working on yourself in these areas. Also, if you are married, check these things. These are things to look into. Wow, how am I behaving towards my husband? How am I behaving towards my wife? Um, maybe I should stop doing this because this is how I used to act when I was a baby, when I was a child. When I, this is how I used to act with my mother. Mm-hmm. I can't bring the same thing here in this marriage. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I'm glad that you brought that out. The way you are, you say the way your needs, your were, needs met. were met. Yes. It's very, very important. Very and, you know, as you're preparing for marriage, make sure that you, these are areas. Mm-hmm. You need to begin to adjust adjust these areas. Mm-hmm. If it was, you know, if you know that it's a negative, it's going to bring a negative impact into your marriage, make sure that you start working on it. Mm-hmm. And so that you don't bring it into that marriage that God is giving you. Amen. And so I hope you guys are taking notes because the next type is also what kind of emotional response did you get? Mm-hmm. That is very, very important. What do I mean? God forbid, let's say you were raped when you were younger. When you went and told your mother or your father or whoever was around when you were younger that, oh, perhaps someone touched me, what kind of response did you get? Did you get a beating for saying the truth? Did you get something thrown at you? Did someone ask you questions? Did they call you a liar? These are all ways that it will affect you when you get into marriage. Mm. Because when something is wrong, again, you think that your emotional banter or whatever it is that you are divulging out to somebody can essentially have 
an effect on someone. Um, the other day I was listening to someone and when I listen, I often listen with an air of a clinician as well too. And what the person said is they told their parents that they were, you know, um, touched as a child. They told their mother in particular that they were touched as a child. The mother didn't believe them. As a result in marriage now, they, they don't like to tell their husband much. Because they feel as if that emotional baggage is just too much. And what her mom told her was, you're always emotional. You're such a liar. Why would you say something like that? As a result, all her, the rest of her life, after that one day, she has dealt with all her relationships in that way that she doesn't, she doesn't speak. She doesn't communicate her feelings, her emotions. And so everything is just stuffed in. And she's become one bitter. And she's angry towards men all the time. And that that is very very important. Mm -hmm. That is very important because, you know, um, and it's not just in the context of of marriage. Mm -hmm. It comes even as a pastor mm -hmm. and when you are pastoring people, mm -hmm. they are saying there are ones that will never say anything mm -hmm. to you, mm -hmm. and they they will never even come for help. Mm -hmm. Why? Because from their childhood they they went for help and somebody denied them, especially mm -hmm. somebody who was supposed to be their father mm -hmm. or mother. Mm -hmm. Denying them the, the help. They mm -hmm. said that you were a, a, big, a bad boy, a bad, bad girl, mm -hmm. and say, be quiet, don't say anything. Mm -hmm. um, even if there has been a, an incident in the family where mm -hmm. a rape happened or whatever, they would just shut the person down, mm -hmm. and the person will not be able to speak. And so when they come into the church, they do the same thing. Mm -hmm. If something is going wrong, they will never open their mouth to say it. Mm -hmm. you know, and if sometimes as a pastor... It's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine as a husband how you will feel. Yeah. Or, as that or as a wife. Mm -hmm. Where your wife don't want to tell you anything mm -hmm. or where your husband don't want to tell you mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Because one, the reason why we are hitting on these things because communication is the, one of the, is the top key in marriage. Mm -hmm. If you are going to survive in marriage, if you are going to go very, if your marriage is going to be very good, mm -hmm. you're going to what? You're going to need communication. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a woman or a man that don't like to communicate, mm -hmm. guess what? It will, bring, it will bring a disaster in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we need to work on these little things. Mm -hmm. And even if you're already married and your communication skills is very bad, mm -hmm. learn how to communicate. You can, you can change your habits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, can, you can change your habit. You can mm -hmm. really now make, make, make it, a, make it a, a point to be able to change the way you've been handling things mm -hmm. and speak up more. This is your husband. This is your wife. Mm -hmm. You're going to have the rest of your life with this person forever. Mm -hmm. So why not share your life with that person? Mm -hmm. You know? And so, um, you know, we are pointing these things out so that you mm -hmm. can also work on yourself mm -hmm. in your marriage and also before you get married. Yeah. And so these things are very, very, very important. Um, even if you're married now, like Pastor said, there's room for change. But the thing is, you have to learn how to identify problems in your life. And that's where many of us fall short. We don't identify the problem. And we always look at someone else as the problem. When you start to see that, wow, maybe my upbringing may be the reason why I've been with a few men, I've been with a few women, that I can't trust women, that I don't treat women right, mm. that I don't treat men right, then you start to now you know take it up with God and I want us to talk briefly about the Samaritan woman while we're at it mm. um, I'll read John chapter 4 and then you can you know give us a bit of context on it so now 
It says, now Jesus, in John chapter 4, verse 1 going, says, now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Mm. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Verse 4, it says, now we had to go through Samaria. Verse 5, so he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near a plot of ground where Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus tried as he was there from the journey and sat down. He was tired from the journey and sat down by the well. It's good to note that you can see that Jesus, too, he was tired mm. and he rested. So rest is not a bad thing. Oh, Just yeah. had to throw that in it's there. It's a human nature. It's human nature. And it says that he sat down by the well. It was about noon. Verse 7. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? Eight. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. Verse 9. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you the living water. Verse 11, Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Mm. Now he continues, Are you... Are you, well, she continues, are you then our father Jacob? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become will become in them a spring of water welling up into eternal life. Mm. Verse 15, the woman said, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Mm -hmm. Verse 16, he told her, go call your husband and come back. This is where it gets good. He says, I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right. When you say you have no husband, the fact is you have had five husbands mm -hmm. and the man you know, you know now is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, she said, um, I can see that you are a prophet. Mm -hmm. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but Jews claim that this place is where we must worship, where we must worship is in Jerusalem. The woman, Jesus replied, woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the father, neither on the mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you don't know. We worship what we do know for salvation is from the Jews. Mm. Yet a time is coming and has now come where true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. And they are the kind of worshipers that the father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming where he comes. He will explain when he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, 
I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Mm. Isn't that powerful? Mm. Now, I bring this up because I believe it's important to know that each and every person made to be on this planet has a God hole. Mm. A hole that only God can fill. Yeah. Only God can fill. And so most of the time, as in this case with the Samaritan woman, she had five different husbands trying to fill a hole that only God can fill. Mm -hmm. And even her sixth one could not fill that hole. Oh, yes. And so let's say you have a round hole in your heart that only God can fill. Most of us go around using square pegs to fit in there, mm -hmm. and we realize we're never fulfilled. Mm -hmm. I think I think this is <laughs> this is one of the major things in marriage. Most people married when they marry, they want the person to be the one to give them happiness mm -hmm. and joy, and that that is a big responsibility. Mm -hmm. And actually, that is a big turn off to men too. Mm -hmm. well, we'll talk about family. Oh yeah, we'll because anytime you see the man or the woman as the savior mm -hmm. kind of and then mm -hmm. you put that person even in danger because then you that person will be competing with God and God mm -hmm. can kill that person anytime. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes people that, you know, they marry and then maybe marriage in a few days, few years, the person is dead. You don't know what is happening. Mm -hmm. And so don't put your husband at risk. Don't put your wife in a place where God can take them out mm -hmm. because the place, the place of God can never be fulfilled by anybody. Now, we saw with this woman mm -hmm. that she had been with five men, mm -hmm. but she was still not done. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there was a void in her that she was, she was looking for somebody to fulfill that void. Mm -hmm. But that void could be only fulfilled by Christ. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important that our personal relationship, mm -hmm. our vertical relationship mm -hmm. with God has to be correct. If you, are, if, you, if you want to get married, if you're already married... The best thing you can do for your spouse is to have a good relationship with God. One of the things that uh, made me so made it so easier for me mm -hmm. to to propose to you is that when I saw you, I saw a woman who had her own relationship with God. Yeah. Because you know, sometimes we men of God, in a sense, you know, that have the heart for God, we we tend to want to work with people. Mm -hmm. And pull them into God because that's our that is our gift mm -hmm. to pull people into Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, if you are not careful, you will carry that in your relationship, mm -hmm. where the the person you meet, uh, you can meet the person very very you know don't have a real relationship, mm -hmm. a worldly person, and then you wanna you wanna be the Christ for that person, mm -hmm. wanna go and save that person from the world. Mm -hmm. If that if that is your mindset concerning marriage, you will fail. Because your marriage was never meant for you to go and pull somebody out of the gutter and make them your wife. We're not saviors. We are not saviors. All right? He said that it is not good for the man to be alone. Mm -hmm. Therefore, let me make him a help meet. Mm -hmm. Now, if, I'm, if I need help, I'm not going to get somebody who's weak. Mm -mm. I'd get somebody who is strong. And so for, for me, from the man's perspective, when we are looking for a wife... Mm -hmm. The first thing, after we see the beauty, that is number one, mm -hmm. and we will talk about that. Mm -hmm. And it's like trying to dip your, trying to get into this water. You, put, you first put your, your, your leg into the water to see how mm -hmm. deep it is. Mm -hmm. And then we will go into deep. But after we test the waters to see the beauty and everything, mm -hmm. now when we get closer, we want to see what is inside. Mm -hmm. 
And most of the time, if you find a woman who don't ha- who's not who doesn't have a real relationship with God, it kind of scares you as a man, mm-hmm. uh, because you will you will struggle. Mm-hmm. It's like you now trying to you will spend you will spend your whole time ministering to somebody mm-hmm. to come and help you. That's not, that was never the intent of God. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be a, be able to join forces at once, mm-hmm. and the person that is coming into your life, the woman. Her responsibility is to push you, to help mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So she should be endowed with so much grace mm-hmm. that when you meet her, she will be able to, ble- to be a blessing to your life. It shouldn't be the other way around. Yeah. That you spending your anointing that you, the Lord has given you for many things, you are spending on just one person anointing to get that person. Not even for us. Yeah, it's for others. others. Yeah. So if you are not careful, you'll be turning that anointing to that her mm-hmm. and trying to pull her into and it goes for some women too. Mm-hmm. I've seen some women that will get somebody from the world mm-hmm. and then now they're trying to pull that person into Christ. Mm-hmm. It never works. It never works. Mm-hmm. And so until that person is willing, mm-hmm. it will never work. And so it has to be personal with them. Mm-hmm. And so in this woman's case, it was like she was looking for something mm-hmm. and no man, five men couldn't feel it. And so we need to, uh, and that, vo- that place that was, she was looking for, it was the place of God. Mm-hmm. It was a place that God can be the one to fill it. And so, as a man looking for a wife, make sure that that place, don't try to be a hero. Mm -hmm. Don't try to be Christ for anybody. Mm -hmm. All right? Make sure that the person you're about to marry has a personal relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I mean, a really good relationship. Mm -hmm. Somebody who can hear God for themselves. Somebody who knows God. Mm -hmm. And God knows them. And also, as a woman, prepare. Mm -hmm. This part of the preparation if you want to prepare, it's not just the makeup. Mm-hmm. It's not the hair. It's not just the hair. It's about your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you, any godly man coming, mm-hmm. they will seek that. They want, they want to know if you have a real relationship with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. All right? And so it's very important that we saw that with this woman. That Jesus said that there's something missing here. Mm-hmm. You've been with five men, if you continue to read. He mm-hmm. said, you've been with five men. Mm-hmm. And so what is happening? Why do you want to just be with men? Mm-hmm. There's a void you want to mm-hmm. fill. But I'm here to be the one. Mm-hmm. I'm the one to come and quench that mm-hmm. th- thirst. Mm-hmm. It was because they were talking about water. And I'm sure Jesus was the one. He will say that I am the, the, the water of life. I'm the one that when you drink, you will never be thirsty again. And so that void was for Christ. Yeah. It was not for the man. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a man, don't take Christ's place in any woman's life. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. The same re- vice versa with women too. Yeah, and you realize... Um, very early on, the minute you start making people your savior, mm. you'll realize that they're actually bad saviors. Oh, yeah. For example, if I thought of you as my savior, if mm. I thought of you as my Jesus, you are a crappy Jesus. Mm. You are crappy Jesus. You can never do what Jesus can do for me. Oh, yes. But when I look at you as my husband, Dominic, that is when I magnify God for who he is, mm. for bringing me somebody. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so many relationships are failing, many marriages are failing because they are looking at their spouse as Jesus mm-hmm. and they are crappy Jesus. Crappy Jesus. Crappy and they Jesus. are probably great girlfriends, great mm-hmm. boyfriends, mm-hmm. great husbands, mm-hmm. and great wives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have a responsibility to always make sure that we are not looking at anyone, even in friendships. Many of you have friendships that always keep failing. Again, we're going back to the genesis of things. We're going back to your dynamic. We're going back to your root. And you'll realize that you, you've been looking at people as saviors all this while. Why? 
because maybe your mom looked at your father as a savior and always wanted that from him. And when she didn't get that, she started cursing him out. She started hating men. And then she gave you the poison from her bosom. Mm. Maybe your father did the same thing with, with your mother. He wanted a savior in her, and she probably was the best wife, but she was a crappy Jesus. And as a result, he started he started feeding you poison about women and about your mom. And so you have a lot of these dynamics in a lot of relationships where if you're not careful, you'll take it into your marriage. Mm. And before you know it, you are commanding and demanding your spouse to be Jesus when they are crappy Jesuses. Mm. They are great husbands and they're great wives, great boyfriends, great girlfriends. And you'll always have something bad to say. But guess what? They were not meant to be your savior. This whole superhero syndrome that goes on affects so many people in marriages. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and. It's a beautiful thing mm -hmm. for you to find somebody who have a personal mm -hmm. relationship. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. It makes life so much easier. Mm -hmm. The burden of you always worrying about um, your wife and how she doing. If she has a relationship with God, mm -hmm. God would talk to her. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it, that the burden will be lifted of you as a man mm -hmm. so that you can go and do what God has called you. Mm -hmm. You see that most of the time people are burdened in their relationship and they are worried mm -hmm. because the person that they are with it's not of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so even some of our parents experienced it where mm -hmm. your mother is pulling you to church and your dad is uh, maybe at home. Mm -hmm. And they are, you see, you see that kind of battling with, even when it comes to raising children mm -hmm. where both parents are not following Christ. One person will be following Christ and the other one will be pulling away. Mm -hmm. And it, create, it also opens the door for the enemy to attack the children. Mm -hmm. And one say, oh, daddy's not going to church, so I'm not going to church. Mm -hmm. Or mommy's not going to church, so I'm not going to church. Mm -hmm. And so you see that kind of thing. And then your children are the ones that will pay the mm -hmm. price because the enemy will come for them. And so having a personal relationship mm -hmm. with God will go a very long way mm -hmm. because vertical relationship will help you to have a horizontal relationship. Mm -hmm. Without the vertical relationship, this horizontal relationship with you and your spouse will go badly. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some, there are sometimes that the enemy will try you, right? Let's mm -hmm. say you get annoyed. But you know what actually will help you if you have a personal relationship with God? Mm -hmm. Where you can go to God and say, God, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Give me wisdom about mm -hmm. this. And yes, mm -hmm. I believe yesterday we preached about growing in wisdom. Mm -hmm. Bible says Jesus grew in wisdom. Mm -hmm. And you say, Lord, what is happening? And being able to go to God helps you. Mm -hmm. Because you say, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why most people are stressed in life, because they don't have that personal mm -hmm. relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. To be able to go to Christ, for Christ to release that burden from them, so that they can continue to have a good relationship mm -hmm. with their spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you always be the one carrying that load, it will just come out of you and you attack the people that loves you. Mm -hmm. You attack your spouse. Mm -hmm. And by the time you realize your marriage is almost about to get dissolved. Mm -hmm. And so we need to build that personal relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, very important. Uh, this is for everyone, whether you are in Christ, or whether you are married, mm -hmm. or whether you are about to get married. Mm -hmm. And the best time to do it is before you get married. Mm -hmm. Because when you get when you get married, it's a battlefield, man. Mm -hmm. You don't have the time. You, you there are days that you the children are you. It's just, if you don't have it, you will not have it. Mm -hmm. You understand. And so it's better to build it now before you get into it. Mm -hmm. And if you're already there and you have you don't really have you already married, you don't have a relationship with Christ. You can also start. Mm 
Mm-hmm. All right? It may be a little bit harder, but you got to push yourself mm-hmm. because that vertical relationship with God will help you to have a better marriage. Mm-hmm. All right? Amen. And then the next dynamic that you have to look at, I like to call the unbalanced dynamic. Mm. And what, what is that? That is one where you are caretaker when you were younger because that also affects your relationship as well too. Caretaker syndrome is very real. I believe that the reason why pastor and I, by the grace of God, work is because I was a caretaker for my siblings and pastor was a caretaker for his mom before she died, before she fell ill and died. As a result, in our marriage, I always say this, the only competition that we truly have is who can outserve who. Because when you have that caretaker syndrome, what happens is you end up always trying to overcompensate and you are always trying to do the most. And for women, it can be dangerous Mm. because naturally we are caretakers. And so the minute you have that caretaker history inside of you, you realize that you are the one who is always trying to buy for the man, always calling the man. You are now exuding masculine energy. Men are called to hunt. Mm -hmm. Everything about them is called to hunt. If you think about an egg and a sperm, an egg stays still. The sperm is what wiggles. Everything about you has it comes from your roots. And so when you are when you have that caretaker syndrome, you have to now make sure that you find someone who has that same syndrome mm. as you. Otherwise, that's what we call unbalanced dynamics. When the dynamics is unbalanced, for example, let's say if pastor was the caretaker and me, I didn't know anything and I was the only child and I didn't have to take care of anyone, what would happen is My marriage would suffer because as a woman, there are things that are required of me to do and I wouldn't know how to do it because probably my mom, my grandmother, my father, everyone cooked for me, cleaned for me. I didn't have to do much. And he knows how to even wash a woman because he had to do that for his mom. So imagine bringing that and translating that into marriage. What would happen now is he would be overcompensating all the time. He would be going to work. He'd be trying to emotionally be there for me financially be there for me I don't cook I don't clean I don't do anything and before you know it he's human that hunter gatherer nature that's on him it lifts and then he he doesn't want to do anything mm. For women, it's even worse because naturally we are caretakers. And then when you have that caretaker syndrome and you go get someone who doesn't have that same syndrome as you, what happens is now you are overcompensating. Mm. And that is when you start to call him more. That is when you start to chase after him more. That is when you are doing the most more. And you start, even before marriage, you are now doing uh, wife things and you're not even a girlfriend yet you're still in the talking phases and so you are now pushing up on a man who hasn't even called you girlfriend yet why it all stemmed from your genesis mm, 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 mm. and that is so it, it looks like everything with ma- marriage truly mm-hmm. is you know i guess ma- we prepare ourselves mm-hmm. into marriage mm. From the day we were born all the way till we get married, Mm -hmm. we are being prepared for Mm -hmm. it. So every little thing that is happening, Mm -hmm. 
like I said, when you marry, you marry history. Mm -hmm. So you are bringing what, how you treated, how you were, mm -hmm. how how your mom treated you. How, I really love that you're marrying history. History. You want you marrying their whole life, mm -hmm. and so whatever they are is what you're gonna get in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And and some people think sometimes that they can change the person. Mm -hmm. Listen, you can't change anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, that is why marriage. You need to do your due diligence before you get married. Mm -hmm. You will not be able to change that person mm -hmm. because remember, the history is older than you. Mm -hmm. The history has been there before you came. Jesus. And so what are you going to do to change that? Yeah. And so you, you, these are the things that we need to start working on. Mm -hmm. But if you, when you come to Christ and you really allow the word of God to enter you, mm -hmm. you can break these kind of habits. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can break. There's still a chance mm -hmm. for you to be able to you know, live as a godly person mm -hmm. rather than the way you were raised. Mm -hmm. Because some of us were spoiled. And some of us men... We never even wash dishes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we, would we don't even know how to cook rice. Jesus. We don't know how to make eggs. Mercy. And so you, when you marry Jesus. such a man, mm -mm. you get to a point where as a woman, it's like, you get to a point one day you get tired. Yeah. It's like you don't know how to do anything. You don't know how to do You anything. don't know how to wash your own clothes. Yeah. And I was watching Shaquille uh, Shaq the other day. Mm -hmm. And I guess he went off for, he went back into the old, some of the old videos he had. Mm -hmm. And his wife went, and he had a big underwear, and he had some feces in the underwear. <laughs> and 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 what the first thing that he said is that like, this is the reason why my wife left me. <laughs> like he literally said, this 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 is the reason why she left. Oh, Shaq. You understand? And he put it on social media, but that that is kind of true. That as a man, he didn't maybe ne never know how to wash his own clothes. <laughs> so anytime the woman come and he's trying to wash. And she sees this thing. I gotta go. I gotta go. She's like, you know what? I am done. Yeah. You know, so being able to take care of yourself and being able to take care of others is mm. very needed. Mm. Uh, because marriage is 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 a relationship. Yeah. God said that Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God mm -hmm. with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your might, and also love your neighbor mm. as yourself. So the love here mm -hmm. is give and take. Mm. It's, you cannot love without giving. And so if your nature from the childhood, you have been taking, 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 and you never gave, guess what? Mm -hmm. It will be a problem in your marriage mm -hmm. where your wife will feel like she's been giving too much. Mm -hmm. And you get to five years in marriage, I am just tired. Ooh, you don't want to hear that. No, no. You see, as your husband say, you know what? I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I've just been doing everything. Mm -hmm. It's just a one-way marriage. It's one person pushing all the time. Mm -hmm. One person pushing for conversations mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. One person always mm -hmm. trying to find out what is wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They get tired. Yeah. But if you're a type of person that has been has, is a caretaker, mm -hmm. you 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 are able you it become it become a hundred and hundred, mm -hmm. where everybody is trying to, you know, mm -hmm. come mm -hmm. together and 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 everybody's you know everybody's working on the marriage mm -hmm. and and there's a sense of. A relief when mm -hmm. you care and I care. Mm -hmm. But if I care and you don't care, it will get to a point where we both don't will not care. Mercy. And then once you get to a point where both will not care, you enter into divorce. Wow. Because sometimes it's just that one person that has been keeping that marriage mm -hmm. together. The day that person gives up, that's it. Mm -hmm. Your marriage will be dissolved. Mm -hmm. You know? And so you want and that oh thank you, Lord. It happens in an abusive relationship. Where if the woman that is being abused, she'll be the only one hand holding the marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it will get to a point one day, one day she'll say, you know what? I am done. Mm -hmm. The day she says, I am done, you know that marriage is already done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? This, the, the, no matter how many kids you have with that person, mm-hmm. she, once she says she's done, it is done. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because she's the only one that cared. Mm-hmm. So we need both caring people mm-hmm. in marriage. Mm-hmm. So if your nature is not caring, you better start working on it now. Yeah, if you don't have res- reciprocity, yes. don't get married. Don't get married. Mm-hmm. If you cannot reciprocate, I hope I said it well. You did. Reciprocate. Reciprocate. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. If you can do that, mm-hmm. right? If you can't do that, don't get married. Don't get proposed to because it will be an issue. Yes. It will be an issue. Yeah. It's right? true. It's true. Um, and so I hope you guys are understanding why we're starting off this series with this, because it would be very easy to just talk about finances or marriage and ministry and all the things that people want to know. But I believe we're answering a lot of your questions. we got a, a plethora of questions. But if you really look at it, you'll realize that we have been... Um, answering your questions and you'll realize that a lot of the issues the reason why you probably don't have a woman now you don't have a man the reason why your marriage is failing the reason why your phone line is on quarantine is as a result of a lot of the things that you have to still deal with in your genesis that you never decided to deal with because as humans we have a pattern of Cover and hide. Mm. Cover and hide. Mm, mm, mm. As long as it's not bothering anyone, let me continue to cover and hide. Mm. And that's why communication is so important. And we'll talk about that in the coming days. And so in addition to that, um, now we have to see how was, how did the people around you um, relate to one another? What Mm. do I mean? Was your mom a praiser? Was your dad a praiser? Wow. Or did they come for each other a lot? Mm. Because mm. what you've seen is what they did to you, and that's what you will do to your spouse as well, too. And so it's very important to, again, go back to the genesis of that emotion. How did my parents deal with one another? I need to know so I can work on it, so mm. I can do better. Mm. Mm. If you don't do that, you'll realize it's not good. It's not good. Now, I think... Some of you may be watching, mm-hmm. and you hate your father, mm-hmm. and you hate some of you women who may may hate your mother mm-hmm. because the way she be, she she behaves, mm-hmm. she acts towards you. Mm-hmm. If you are not careful, you'll be just like your mother. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And that is a that is a sad truth, because according to the scriptures, when you read Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse forty four, you want to read for us mm-hmm. Proverbs sixteen thirty four, uh, sixteen forty four, you will see something here. All right. Okay, let me just. I got it. Okay, go ahead. Ezekiel yes. sixteen forty four. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Everyone who quotes Proverbs will quote this proverb about you, like mother, like daughter. Did continue. you guys know it was in the Bible? And actually continue, you'll see what it says. <laughs> you are the daughter of your mother mm-hmm. who despised her husband and her children. Mm-hmm. You are the sister of your sisters who despised their husbands and children. Mm. Your mother was a Hittite and your father an Amorite. Uh, That's all I needed to know. So you are the mother. Mm -hmm. So if your mother had a bad marriage, guess where you were heading? Mm -hmm. You were heading towards the same situation. Yep. And usually, because your sister Mm -hmm. is coming from the same lineage, Mm -hmm. her marriage also... And that was Ezekiel 1644. Ezekiel 1644. All right? And so... The Bible, the Bible says that the, the, the fruit don't fall far from the tree. Oh, 
And so may, you may hate it now, mm -hmm. but if you don't start dealing with that issue and start checking yourself, mm -hmm. you will be just like, you'll be, you'll be just like what you hate. Mm -hmm. You'll be just like what you hate. You become what you hate. You become what you hate. And it's so true. And so you need to now learn. Some of you will have to learn to forgive your parents, mm -hmm. number one. That is a healing process. Mm -hmm. And some of you need to learn to see yourself in them. Mm -hmm. so that when it's showing up, you will know it to hit it. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't see it, <laughs> and most of the time you may not see it, mm -hmm. because some, unless somebody pointed to, mm -hmm. to you. But if you really, 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 really check yourself sometimes, yourself. if you examine yourself, mm -hmm. you'll find out that, no, this is the way my mom behaved towards yeah. me. Yeah. You yourself. Yeah. You know, so so the way, what you have been seeing with your mom, especially if you are coming from the same bloodline, mm -hmm. uh, the spiritual aspect speaks more. It does. <laughs> Most of the problem we are facing here, some of us, we never saw, we never went back to Africa. Mm -hmm. Some of us were born here mm -hmm. in America. No, but we still experience some of the, some of the curses mm -hmm. that come from the lineage that we are coming from. And so you may not spend time with your mom as much mm -hmm. you may not spend time you never maybe you may never know your father it's a blood thing. but because it's a spiritual thing mm -hmm. you will end up becoming him mm -hmm. or, her. or her and one of the things that breaks it is the spirit of forgiveness mm -hmm. and so if you're able to forgive your mother for the behavior they have it helps you to be able to do better mm -hmm. but if you hate it and you don't forgive you end up becoming just like your mother, mm -hmm. your father, especially mm -hmm. if they had bad relationship. Mm -hmm. Because here, yeah, the Bible said that just the way she has treated her husband, mm -hmm. she despised her husband and her children. Mm -hmm. you, the, you are the child. You felt despised, so you, were, you hated your mom for it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you will be coming like her mm -hmm. towards your children and towards your husband because that is all you saw. It's true. And so, yeah, we, we got to see these things, that these are the ways we prepare now. Mm -hmm. And if we can identify these things, um, it will help us so much. Yeah, yeah. And as a man, too, when you're going in there, <laughs> see the mother. Mm -hmm. Because that's who you're going to marry. Mm -hmm. See the father. See the father. That's who you're going to marry. Mm -hmm. See what is in the family. Don't just go there and say, wow, she's just beautiful mm -hmm. or he's just handsome. No, they are more than that. Remember, they bring in a whole history with them. Mm -hmm. And whatever the father is, that's what he'll become. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, he if he doesn't repent. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen cases where the generational curse can be broken. Oh, yeah. And Jesus came so that generational curses can be broken. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, if you are not careful, you will mm -hmm. see what the what you see what was in the mother in your wife or in your husband. Yeah. And especially the kind of job that we do, quote unquote, the ministry that we do with literally people all around the world. Anytime we get into it, they realize, wow, I'm I didn't realize I'm acting like my father. I'm acting like my mother. The things that I hated the most about them has now become a part of me. You know, I was talking to one girl and she was talking about how um, her husband is cheating on her. And so I said, what are you going to do? Without giving any advice, I asked simply, what are you going to do? And she said, you know, there's not much I can do. I'm just going to stay. Mm. And so I asked her, how was home like? 
And she said, hmm, well, my father always cheated on my mom. Mm. And, you know, my mom just stayed. She said it's for the kids. And then she started crying. Mm. And I said, why are you crying? And she said, that's my reason why I'm staying right now. Mm. It's for the kids. Mm. And she realized that that jelly back that her mom had, that she didn't speak up much because it was always for the kids. Mm. And so she was abused. She realized that she was doing the same, same thing, thing without realizing unconsciously you 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 will begin to walk in the same line mm -hmm. and so we gotta now see look at your mother look mm -hmm. at your father mm -hmm. and, and pray the lord i don't want this behavior mm -hmm. and you personally intentionally gotta start working on those yeah. things yeah yeah you gotta now start working on those mm -hmm. things now i've seen i've seen people who never had fathers their fathers never took care of them but they learned succeeded. and they succeeded to become good fathers so it, it is possible i've mm -hmm. seen women who never had a good relationship or they never saw anything in, the, in their family, but uh, they succeeded. And most of the time, they will only succeed if they do the opposite. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. generational, breaking generational curses mm -hmm. is that simple, guys. It is just doing the opposite. If you can see it, you're already broken through. Mm -hmm. Oh, this, how, this is how it is. Next time, I'm doing the opposite. Mm -hmm. If that is your mind, you break generational curses. Mm -hmm. You know the alcohol, anytime my father drank alcohol, this will happen. As a man, don't touch alcohol. You got to make up your mind, I'm not touching this thing. Because once you touch it, that demon will come. Mm -hmm. And you start abusing your wife at home and abusing your children at home because of alcohol. And so there are things that, you know, God can identify to you now that you are preparing mm -hmm. for marriage or now that you are in marriage. Um, say that this is what my father did. Anytime he comes from home, this is what he did. So I'm going to do the opposite. Mm -hmm. And then you add prayer to it. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to break out of it. Amen. All right. Amen. So it's very important that we we work on ourselves, uh, especially now that you know people have a strong desire to marry. Mm -hmm. it's, it's good that we work on these things, and uh, I'm glad that you brought these things out because these are areas that people don't look at. They don't. No, they don't. People don't look at these areas. But and that's these what are, I'm here for. These are areas in our lives mm -hmm. that we don't, we don't, we never look at. So mm -hmm. now the Lord is exposing to you mm -hmm. that what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, and you still hate your mother for the way she's behaving, you're becoming just like her. Mm -hmm. And so we need to now repent from these things. Mm -hmm. uh, the same thing with our fathers. Your father didn't take care of you. Uh, I remember the Archbishop Nicola, Duncan Williams said, he said that he said he hated his father mm -hmm. because the mother poisoned him mm -hmm. concerning the father, that the father never took care of him. Mm -hmm. So when he met the father, he hated the father. Mm -hmm. And then when he became a born again, the Lord said that, you will become what you hate if you don't forgive the man. If you don't forgive him, yeah. And so he had to learn how to forgive his father in order for him to become a good father to his children. It's true. You will become what you hate, guys. Mm -hmm. So learn how to forgive. Mm -hmm. These were the principles. These are when the, what Jesus taught us mm -hmm. come to be. Mm -hmm. Like being able to forgive. Mm -hmm. It will help you to break generational curses without you knowing. All right. Amen. Amen. And I mean, going back to that as well, too, one thing that I realize is if you are the parent in this case and perhaps you're watching, you now have a responsibility to be extremely truthful to your child because that also breaks things from off of their back. Deliverance, all deliverances is knowledge. Like pastor says, now you have the knowledge. Your dad was an alcoholic. You do the opposite. You're delivered. Mm hmm. With prayer, you don't go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. So deliverance is knowledge. It's not just only laying on of hands, which is extremely important as well, too. There's a spiritual aspect of that. But it's also having the knowledge to do differently. Yeah. 
And you know, one thing I love about my mom, shout out to her, is anytime I'm even going crooked in my marriage, mm. you, you hear her. Mm. She will make sure she reprimands me and she just doesn't reprimand me. She'll tell me, mommy, this is where I failed and I don't want you to do the same thing. And so it brings an awareness to me that, wow, this is a generational thing. And so let me fix this attitude. Let me fix this behavior very quickly. It's very, very important that if you are the mother or older sister, if you are the father and or older brother, you now start to identify these things to the younger ones who may not know. It's very, very, very important. Communication in every relationship, vertically and horizontally, is extremely important. Mm. If you don't know how to communicate, you will never go anywhere in life. You will not get promoted. You will not have money. You'll be broke. You won't know how to sell anything in business. Everything about you will fail because your communication style and skill is poor. You need to learn how to communicate effectively. And that's dependent upon you know, those who are around you. Mm. And so I wanted to go back to um, the way you saw the people around you, the mentors, the elders around you handle things. Mm. And when I say that, since I'm a woman, I'll use women. Mm -hmm. If you are a woman or you saw a woman in your life that always came for their husband mm. and it was never, oh, babe, you did a good job today, babe, this is awesome excuse me, oh, babe, this is this, this is that. And it was always, why are you doing this? And why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? As a result, you become the same person as well, too. Mm. You start now coming for your spouse, thinking that that is the way you correct them. Mm. You got to be very careful when it comes to that. Because last time I checked, I believe in Psalm 194, verse 6, it says, may the praise of God be in their mouths and a double-edged sword in their hands. Mm. Mm. Now, when you're praising God, there is no way depression can ever enter you. That is why as a mental health professional myself, I often have issues with Christians and mental health because we like to cover it up and we like to approach it the way the world does, but it does not work that way. That is a demon. Praise right here. This scripture proves me. It says, may the praise of God be in their mouth and be a double-edged sword in their hands. And so once you take a whole day to say that I'm only going to praise God, I can guarantee you this, that the enemy cannot give you any bad thoughts. The enemy cannot come and depress you. The enemy cannot make you anxious. This is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. And when you use it in the discipline of marriage, you realize the same principle happens. If every day I wake up and I'm praising my husband and I'm honoring him and I'm bigging him up and I'm shouting him out and I'm actually bringing out the good inside of him. Mm. One, it reminds me why I, I fell in love with him in the first place. And two, Two, it raises him up to the, the standard of honor. Mm. If you go back to the book of Proverbs 31, it talks about the perfect wife. Mm. And if, you, if I'm not mistaken, if you keep reading, it says that she makes her husband known at the mm. city gates. Mm. And so he wasn't known before. Yeah. 
In this case, you weren't known before. Mm-hmm. And so if anything, I'm the one who's supposed to make you known. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible is saying. Yeah. And so how do I make you known? I keep praising you. I keep bringing out the good inside mm-hmm. of you. I keep calling out the apostle inside of you mm-hmm. instead of calling out the little boy inside mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. the little boy might be there. But what I'm doing when I praise you now is bringing about your spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm quickening your spirit to arise mm, mm, as mm, a result mm. even when that little boy wants to come out the apostle in you arises mm. because every day all you hear is praises. praises the bible says that what he inhabits his praises yes and so praises attract people oh yes. praises attract good marriages as it well does too. it does i think um our relationship with our spouses mm-hmm. should be the same way we have a relationship with god mm-hmm. um if you want to know how to treat your husband mm-hmm. Then the way you treat God is how you should treat your husband. Mm -hmm. Now, there are many things that uh, you need to know. Mm -hmm. Now, God will never do anything for you until you ask. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, women also expect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Without even opening their mouth to ask their husband for anything. Mm -hmm. That is another thing that we need to check. Mm -hmm. Because men sometimes will not assume anything. Mm -mm. They take a no to be a no. Mm -hmm. And they take a yes to be a yes. Mm -hmm. And that is our nature. (laughs) But the way we relate to God... Sometimes God may know, but he wants us to ask. Mm-hmm. The same way that God will not do, if God do something for you, he, was, he expected he expect thanksgiving, and he also expects what? Praises. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't do it, the next time he doesn't do it for us mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And so going back to the way to praise your husband is the key. Mm-hmm. Because as a woman, you are now figuring this man out. That the way my relationship with, is with God is the same way I need to approach my husband. Mm-hmm. I need to praise him so that he can continue to be more mm-hmm. for me as a, as a husband, mm-hmm. so that he continue to do more for me and my children. Mm-hmm. So, that, so the more you are praising the man, the more the man do for you. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. And vice versa mm-hmm. with women. Mm-hmm. The more you are praising, it's just something about praise. Mm-hmm. I think men, uh, the way God made man uh, in his own image mm-hmm. and his likeness, mm-hmm. and so definitely we are like God in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is why even... Um, when a woman, when a man is served very well, mm-hmm. he will give you whatever he, he has. Mm-hmm. And, and that we take it into in our restaurants. Mm-hmm. Anytime you go to a restaurant and you get very, you get served very well, what do you do? You take a good tithe, mm-hmm. a, a good, tip. a good tip, mm-hmm. and you give to the person that mm-hmm. served you. And so, if you want to get people to do stuff for you, mm-hmm. the best thing for you is to praise the person, mm-hmm. and, and to serve the person very well. Mm-hmm. If you want a husband to be a good husband and to take his place as a husband, you learn how to praise him for the little that he's doing. Mm-hmm. It will cause him to do more. Mm-hmm. The same thing with your wife. If you want your wife to be a good wife mm-hmm. and continue to be a great wife to you, mm-hmm. you continue to praise her for the things that she's been doing. Mm-hmm. The more you keep praising her, the more she's like, wow, my husband really appreciates me. Mm-hmm. Let me continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Let me continue to do it. It will help the marriage to go forward. Mm-hmm. And so... We, like learning how to talk to men is very important mm-hmm. uh, because men, <laughs> ego, always remember ego anytime you talk about men. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman married to a man, remember ego. And so the, the moment you come harshly to a man, he will come to you, uh, he will come for you as a, as a man, as another man, mm-hmm. if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I'm trying to help most women with. That if you, if you approach your husband mm-hmm. harshly, he will come to you. He will come for you just like he's coming for his friend who's trying to come for him 
harshly. Mm-hmm. And in the same vein, as a man, mm. if a man approaches you the same way another female with catty attitude and not majestically like a king should, mm. then you as a woman, you start to relate to him as, as another a female. Girl. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And so the way we approach each other should be first, first of all respectful. Mm-hmm. And we got to use wisdom. Mm-hmm. When to speak and when not to speak. Mm-hmm. And how to say you know, mm-hmm. uh, I put here that getting your point across without being offended. Mm-hmm. That is the key. I think most people have not grown to do that. Mm-hmm. Where even if you are annoyed by the person, learn how to get your point across mm-hmm. without you getting mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is part of preparation. Mm-hmm. How do I get my point across? How do I agree to disagree mm-hmm. without me getting upset? Mm-hmm. Can we have that kind of a relationship? Mm-hmm. Where when I'm when when something happened, uh, I can speak about it, get my point across, but we still be very cool. Mm-hmm. If we develop to that level, it makes the marriage beautiful. Good communication. Good style. communication. Mm-hmm. But anytime you're trying to get your point across mm-hmm. and there's a lot of resistance, mm-hmm. bam, you are angry. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, it's just it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. It's not just it's not gonna work. And so we sh- one of the things that we should learn to do is learn how to get our point across mm-hmm. in our marriage. Learn how to have hard, hard conversations mm-hmm. without us getting angry or upset. Mm-hmm. And you as a person that is on the other hand too, learn how to receive certain information mm-hmm. without you being offensive or uh, without you being defensive mm-hmm. and without you being aggressive towards the person that is saying to you, but learn how to accept it. And it goes, it may be easier saying it now, but it's harder when you are in it. Mm-hmm. Because some, when people are trying to tell you about what you are doing wrong, you you may not take it lightly. You may not take it. You know you you now you may not welcome it. You may react to it and be of, be defensive about it. Mm-hmm. But one of the ways to grow is to f- help to for is for us to to just learn to accept mm-hmm. people telling us okay this what you did was wrong mm-hmm. and learn how to accept those things. Mm-hmm. It will help the marriage to go and be more happier. happier. And, yes. Yeah. I mean, that you actually entered my next point. The next point is um, the quality of your relationship is dependent on the difficult, hard, and uncomfortable situations and conversations you are willing to have with your loved one. Mm, 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 and mm. so now we go back to the Genesis again. The quality of your relationship is very dependent on the hard, uncomfortable uh, situations and or conversations that you are willing to have. Mm. And so what am I trying to say here? The way you saw your parents deal with hard conversations, perhaps, you know, your dad was flirting with another woman. Was your mom able to sit him down and say that you have now offended me? This is what you did. That is a very hard conversation to have. Are, have you ever seen those type of hard conversations? Or in many cases, um, maybe your mom, maybe as a wife, you say your mom offended me. That is a very hard conversation to have with a husband. Mm, mm. Or as a husband, you say, you know, your your father disrespected me or your brother offended me. How do we deal with those are very hard conversations to have. And if you've never seen it, it'll be hard for you to do it as well, too. As a result, you'll realize that in your marriage, you guys are always on the surface. And before you know it, when your kids leave, 
Because many people bank on their kids for glue. But when your kids leave, you'll realize you have nothing in common. You guys mm. never shared anything. You've never had deep situations together. And that is when most people end up breaking up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, having hard conversations is, is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, because um, there are people that don't know how to do it. Either they do it by yelling, mm -hmm. right? Like your, your husband do something or your wife do something. Then you, when you are approaching them, you are yelling at them. Mm -hmm. and, and so can we have a conversation without you yelling, mm -hmm. without you getting mad, mm -hmm. and without you being, offen mm -hmm. being offended? Mm -hmm. Can we have such a conversation? This, it takes maturity. It does. It, it does. takes maturity at all levels. There are people mm -hmm. that are married right now. They still can't have those mm -hmm. conversations uh, because it, it, they, they, haven't, they, they haven't built up themselves to it. Mm -hmm. I think this is a season, this is a time for we to do that. If you want to enjoy marriage, especially if you are single now, mm -hmm. this is a time for you to start having hard conversations. Mm -hmm. If somebody offends you, learn how to talk, learn how to have conversations without you getting mad, mm -hmm. without you yelling. Mm -hmm. Let Get your point across. Mm -hmm. Sit down. Okay, speak peacefully with people, but get your point across without you just creating this whole scene mm -hmm. of anger and this, this yelling at each other and all that. I think if we can advance in that, because some of you, all you heard in your house is mommy yelling at daddy, when you get up, you don't do this and that and that. Can we get our point across without you or yelling? Daddy trying to, you got to start touching on the men. You touch on the men, I'll touch on the women. Or daddy or yelling daddy, at mommy, yes. that you, when, you, when, you, when you cook, it's no good. Yes. And, 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 and this and yelling, with, yeah. can we get our point across? Or, or daddy get up in the morning and say, why are you always on my case? Mm -hmm. Can we sit down and just have that kind of conversation without you yelling at your wife or yelling at your, you know, yelling at your husband in, mm -hmm. a, in this case? So we have, uh, we have things to work on. And I think these things, the Lord is pointing, pointing these things to us so that we can work on it, so that we can su su succeed in marriage. And it's so crazy because we really don't understand that everything that we have gone through is a reason, reason and as a result of what we're going through now. Yeah. What you saw when you were younger, intentionally, unintentionally, consciously, unconsciously, has shaped and molded who you are. Mm. As a result, if you realize that there was a lot of yelling and screaming in your home, either you become a yeller and a screamer or you hide a lot. You make sure that you don't get into any confrontation, oh, yes. which is poor, again, for marriage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, again, the quality in which you are able to have these hard conversations mm. is very important. Mm. For example, remember when we were getting married? For me, it was very hard for me um, when it came to finances. Though I had never spent money frivolously, mm. I had a bunch of loans. Three degrees, that's loans. Mm. And pastor, he, he was blessed enough to be on a scholarship. And so for me, it wasn't a normal situation where we're both coming in with loans. We got debt together so we can pay it off. I kept on thinking to myself, wow, I'm bringing this burden on someone. Mm. And I knew I didn't have the money to pay it. Mm. God had promised me not that he would cancel my loans. He said, I would give you a large lump sum to pay it off. That was the covenant me and God went into. Mm -hmm. And so I always said that, Lord, once you give it to me, I'm going to pay it off and glorify your mm. name with it. But in that very moment, it was like, wow, <laughs> this is very hard. So hard conversation. We yeah, we took a whole day to talk about it. And I went home and I cried. And when we finally spoke about it, talk. Well, I mean, I've... For me, it was not a problem for me. Exactly. Um, I didn't even, I never even thought of it. 
mm-hmm. as that would be a hard conversation for her. Mm-hmm. But in her mind, you know, because she's always been a, a giver in a sense, she's always been a caretaker for her. For the first time, it's like, I'm bringing an issue into somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And I guess she wasn't comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But when we spoke, once we spoke about it, I'm like, you know, adept is adept. Mm-hmm. When we get married... Bible said the two shall become one, so everything become one. So in my mind, I knew why God created marriage. So that was not going to be a problem in my marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow debt to come and separate us. Mm-hmm. So your debt become my debt, and my debt become your debt. So mm-hmm. once you get married, we're going to work and pay it off. Mm-hmm. So for me, when we spoke about it, it was just that simple mm-hmm. from my perspective, you know. Um, and so you know, it was it was a good com- it was a good thing for her to be able to for the first time in her life be able to speak about her depth mm-hmm. and to speak about the things that she thought that it was not comfortable for her to speak mm-hmm. about. But that helped. And so if you're able to speak about those things, it helps you to speak about other things when it arises mm-hmm. in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And and there are some men that will never say anything. Yeah. They 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 keep to themselves. Yeah. Uh they will never share anything because they feel like, oh, I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh one of the things that I've learned within, you know, what, what, five years of marriage is that you got to learn how to let your wife in. And that is very important. Mm-hmm. Being able to bring her in mm-hmm. to your problems, it helps. Because that's what she's there for. Mm-hmm. The Bible said that it is not good for a man to carry this by himself. Let me make him a help. Mm-hmm. And so the woman is there to help you to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And so most of the time, the thing that you want to figure out before her, she was there to help you to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? And so let's learn how to bring... Have those kind of conversations. Sit down. Share our heart to our wife. Share the problems that we have. Mm-hmm. Share those things that we are afraid of. Mm-hmm. Let her know. Mm-hmm. If she knows, it helps her to understand you better, and she will not judge you by it. Mm-hmm. But if you keep from her, and you want to carry the whole world by yourself, it will bring a problem in your marriage at the end, because she will feel like you don't need me, you don't share anything with me, and you will see that separation within your marriage. Mm-hmm. And once you begin to see the separation, you know that the devil has already entered your marriage. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of time and the enemy will break you up. Mm -hmm. And so we need to learn how to have hard conversations. Um, One of the things uh, that if you're a man listening to me, one of the things you need to start working on is work on on your foundation, Mm -hmm. which is learn how to sacrifice Mm -hmm. and also work on discipline. Because most men grew up, they've been handling things on their own. Mm There's no, there's no sense of sacrifice. There's no sense of sharing their life with anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, but once you bring a woman into your life, you are here to share your life with that person. Mm-hmm. You are here to, you need to have a dis, some kind of discipline. Mm-hmm. You can't just get up. One thing that I had to learn the hard way, when we got married and I had to go somewhere, in my mind, I was still in a single mode. And guess what? When I go, I feel like, oh, I don't need to tell anybody I'm going. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't need to tell somebody that I've arrived. And that's something that I battle with because mm-hmm. my, most of my single life, it was just when you go, you go. Mm-hmm. No, you don't call nobody to tell them, you know, I'm here. Mm-hmm. But once you get married, these are the things you need to start working on. These are the things that you need to start doing. So while you are single, start doing it. Get somebody that you can always communicate with. Accountability. Accountability. Mm-hmm. And these things that you do as a man because also talking about sacrifice, that is what we are here for, men. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that sacrifice. Preach it, Pastor. Preach it. Preach it. You want me to talk to men? I'll talk to men. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we are here for, to sacrifice. Um, I don't like when a man says, you know what, we should share our bills. No. That right there, for me, is a negative. Mm. A man should be able to sacrifice for his family. Mm. 
You sp- you, that, the nature of man is to go and take care of your family. Mm. Don't put that pressure on the woman to, to carry the baby and still go to work. Mm-hmm. Not, not that. You don't carry any baby here. You don't nurse any baby. You don't mm-hmm. breastfeed any child. Mm-hmm. So take that kind of responsibility. Mm-hmm. I know women pregnant, mm-hmm. got to go to work mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, fine, if you agree to do that, that's your marriage. You mm-hmm. can do that. But that responsibility should be on the man. Mm-hmm. And it comes from where, how they grew up mm-hmm. and what they saw. So the sacrifice aspect, because Jesus laid it all out for us. Mm-hmm. We talk about relationship between God and man as the same way we should model our marriage. And Bible even tells us mm-hmm. that the same way we should model marriage. Christ gave his life for the church, mm-hmm. for, her, for his wife. Mm-hmm. We are the wife of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so he gave everything. He sacrificed everything for us. And so as a man, before you get into marriage, uh, listen, you're going to have to sacrifice a lot. And that's, you should put that in the back of your mind so that you don't get into marriage and start competing with your wife who's going to pay half of the bill and all that. You get there, you take responsibility, you lead. When the woman get the money, she'll be like, babe, take it, add it on. Mm-hmm. She will not, you, would, you wouldn't have to fight with your wife when she knows that you are working hard to take care of her. Mm-hmm. If she, if God bless her and she get a job, she will bring the check to you mm-hmm. and say, you know, go and help. You know, I want to be able to help and all that. Mm-hmm. But that responsibility should be on us as men. Mm-hmm. We should have a generation of people, of men, who are willing to take care of their wives mm-hmm. and also their children. And that responsibility is basically on us. Amen. All right? And so it's very important that we build those kind of foundational stuff. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice, discipline, mm-hmm. sacrifice, discipline. If your life as a young man, if this has been your life, you will succeed. Mm-hmm. You will succeed in marriage mm-hmm. easily. And I believe that is a sense of being a caretaker. Mm-hmm. Because you sacrifice most of your time mm-hmm. and you have been taking care of people. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of discipline when it comes to your relationship with others. Mm-hmm. You care about people mm-hmm. and they will help you in marriage long term. Yeah. And so we need to develop those kind of characteristics and lay those kind of foundation. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a single man watching me right now. Amen. Amen. That was good. Give me oh. back. Give me back. Give me back. Give me back. <laughs> 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 oh mercy. That's the same thing, I guess, for women as well, too. We have to learn how to sacrifice as well, too. Now we have a, a thing in this society where everyone wants to be uh equal. I don't want to be equal with my husband in strength, in stature, and weight, especially not weight. I do not want to be his equal at all and i don't want to be equal when it comes to paying the bills and certain things yes i as you can know by my background i'm i'm very educated i can hold a job i can get a hundred thousand dollars or more a year i can start a business but there's a feminine energy and we'll talk more about that god willing in the coming days But there's a feminine energy that we need to learn how to exude. Mm. And so most women that talk to me, most girls that talk to me, anytime they start asking me, first lady, why isn't any guy coming around? Or first lady, my husband is not really caring and doing this. I start to ask about you. Again, the genesis of everything. What are you doing? Are you becoming the hunter-gatherer? You see, men only value what they have to work for. 
They are hunter-gatherers. They do not care if you say, I've been waiting for your call all day. Yes, it may sound sweet, but after a while, it's like she's always waiting for my call all day. She doesn't have anything to do. She, she's not gleaning. Remember Ruth. She was in the, in the field doing what she had to do. She was not worried about certain things. This does not mean that be non-emotional. Let's not get that twisted. But as a woman, you need to learn how to think pink. That is why God gave me that conference, which is happening in August, August 12th to the 16th, by God's grace, in Stanford, Connecticut. So make sure you get your tickets, thinkpinkconference.com. But this is why we have that conference, because you have to make sure that you think pink about certain situations. Um, many women, again, it goes back to their mothers. How did your mother handle situations mm. was your mother always the male in the house mm. was she the one taking care of bills mm. was she the one who had to stand up for you and your brothers was she the one taking you to uh, the basketball games was she the one doing this as a result when you become when you get into a relationship even if the man is willing to do you put on your hunter gatherer outfit that does not fit you and you try to become the man now and then you wonder after a few months, why has he laid back? He's not doing what he used to do. He's not calling me as much. Mm. He's not into me as much. That's because you decided to take on a role that does not best fit you. Yeah. It that, does not that, fit you. That right, that you want to talk about that today? I mean, we're about to end soon, unfortunately. But before we end, yeah. okay, let's you wanna hold that for that tomorrow or something. I mean, if you have something to say, you can say it now. I mean, that is you basically taking the manhood out of him, mm -hmm. and that is that is that is that's danger for marriage. Mm -hmm. But I don't, uh, also talk. I want you to talk to the woman mm -hmm. concerning when the man is taking that, doing that sacrificial work by mm -hmm. taking care of them. They should also not take advantage of that man and think that the man is stupid. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that helped us is that when we first got married, the Lord said, I'm going to help you out. Mm -hmm. um, I love you. I'm going to help you. Mm -hmm. the, the Lord loves me. I, I don't know, but Jesus loves me so much. <laughs> he, he, he gave me, like, he actually helped me out. And he said, you know what? This woman has been working for all her life. Mm -hmm. She's been taking care of herself. She actually moved down to Buffalo <laughs> by herself. She's been a man by herself. Literally. I'm gonna de demand her and make. I'm gonna make her a woman for you. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord, when we when she moved with me, when we got married, she moved in with me. Mm -hmm. She couldn't find a job, guys, mm -hmm. and that was a great blessing for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The fact that my wife couldn't find a job helped me mm -hmm. to lead in certain areas, especially mm -hmm. in the financial area, mm -hmm. uh, because it made me now take the charge. I'm gonna work and I'm gonna take care of you. Mm -hmm. And every money that comes in this house belongs to all of us. Mm -hmm. And so. When I started doing that, and she started getting comfortable, because she had to remember, when it, when it comes to money, she was never comfortable with money. And so she, now she got comfortable and said, oh, wow. It's, people paying for me. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, she don't, she, she, she been on her own. Financially. Financially. Mm -hmm. She's been a caretaker. So when you're dealing with such a woman, mm -hmm. you got, God has to give you an upper, upper hand. <laughs> because if we would have started the same way, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be sitting here talking about it like no. that. But God said, I'm going to help you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the job from her. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to teach her how to depend on a man to take care of her. Mm -hmm. First pregnancy. And then she got pregnant. Yeah. And then she couldn't get a job. Yeah. And then I started taking that lead. Mm -hmm. And I brought her into it. Mm -hmm. And when she saw what I was doing, could you believe that when she passed that test, mm -hmm. 
And it was a test that the Lord was putting her through. Mm -hmm. When she passed, exactly nine months into her pregnancy, my ninth month, ninth month even like two weeks before she delivered, yeah. she called me and said, babe, I have a job interview. I'm like, thought I was crazy. I'm like, who is going to hire you in the ninth month of pregnancy? <laughs> right? And I'm like, you know what? Just go. Let's see. Maybe, you know, you build some, some kind of connection with these mm -hmm. people. And she went for the interview and she got the job. Mm -hmm. Right? She got the job and then they actually gave her three months off to have the baby, mm -hmm. take the three months off and come and start the job. Mm -hmm. So you see what happened. Mm -hmm. And then when she finally went to work and got paid, one day she came and said, babe, this is a check. Go and deposit it in the account. It was no competition like I'm going to hide this money mm -hmm. and I'm going to pay half of anything because you as a man took that responsibility mm -hmm. by leading. So it made her comfortable to add her money to your money. Mm -hmm. And so woman, if the man is taking the lead, don't be grimy and don't try to build your own empire somewhere. Mm -hmm. Learn how to also submit mm -hmm. by bringing, your, bringing whatever you can help with. Mm -hmm. Whether it's $1, $5, bring it. Make it part of him. Mm -hmm. For him to see that, wow, if my wife gets it, she will also add me to it. Mm -hmm. Because some women will also be very selfish mm -hmm. and keep their own money mm -hmm. and expect the man to do everything. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, uh, it will bring a problem. Mm -hmm. It will get to a point where the man will quit. And you say, you know what? I am tired. Yeah. You don't want it to be a one-way thing. Mm -hmm. Learn how to bring everything of your everything in your life together, mm -hmm. because marriage is about bringing two people together, mm -hmm. bringing two people's finances together, mm -hmm. bringing people people added to everything needs to be one mm -hmm. before God. So the work, the the whole journey of marriage is people coming, everything coming together. And then when we touch on finances, we will talk about that. So oneness is the key. Mm -hmm. Oneness is the key. So once you are one, listen, there's no limits. And there's I no like limits. to think about it as this. Marriage is not a small business. It's not your personal business. It's a corporation. Mm. When you have a small business, you are doing what's good in your best interest. Mm. When you are in a marriage and you look at it as a corporation... Corporations look at what is good for the entire company as a whole. Mm. And so when you're doing stuff, when you have that mindset, it's no longer what is good for Leslie. How is Leslie going to benefit from this? How am I and my husband, my family, my children, how are we building a legacy? How am I empowering my husband to do greater works mm. than what he was doing when he was single? Mm. What benefit am I to him? Mm. We'll also talk about women and gratitude. I find that there is a, a strong ingratitude spirit yeah. that lingers over women nowadays. And it's across the board and it's all over in every country, all generations. See, when my husband proposed to me, I think I literally sang to the world. Like, didn't I? Yeah. To the point that the Shade Room even heard me singing mm. and they posted me. I wanted to show him so much gratitude because it's not everyone that is meant to get married. It's not every man that is willing to be on their knees and propose mm, Some of to them you. propose in the bedroom. Yeah, Nobody people, sees them. Exactly. Yeah. And so for him to like intricately plan a proposal with my sister, mm. that was like, oh no, you deserve all the big ups you can get. Mm. And so sometimes I find that ingratitude as well 
causes a man to decrease his masculine energy because he figured, I did it for you. I was being man enough. I may have been scared. The world tells me not to show emotion. But I decided that I'm going to show you emotion. I'm mm. going to post you up. Mm. I'm going to... And you know, our society now is social media. Whether you like it or not, you're on social media watching me right yep. now. Yep. That's so we live in. that is one way that we show gratitude to mm -hmm. one another. And so I find that there's a lot of ingratitude that goes on. Mm. And again, when you go back to the Genesis, you'll realize that the mother didn't know how to say thank you. The father never said thank you to the mother. There was no show of gratitude. And so when people are doing for you in your other relationships, you feel entitled like, yeah, you're supposed to do it or it's not a big deal. Like everyone mm. can do that. Mm. As a result, you don't show that gratitude. And then the person, your spouse, be it female or male, they end up suffering. And so again... Two things that make my marriage work besides God, well, God is the reason why it works. But in addition to what God has done for us or what God is doing is, one, we have a competition of service. Who can outserve each other? Actually, yesterday I was getting mad at him because he ended up um, making the baby bottles. And I was like, babe, what are you doing? I can do that myself. He's like, no, you're on the bed. It's, a, it's not that serious. I'm like, no. So we were about to go back and forth and we both started laughing like it's not that deep. Mm. And the other thing is gratitude. Mm. Like I always want people to know how much my husband is doing. Not because I want to be a show off, but I realize that again, praises actually allows him to continue doing what he's doing. It causes his masculine energy to arise. He's like, wow, I'm finally arising into a man that can take care of his family, that can do more that can do this. And so it goes both ways when it comes to acknowledgement and gratitude. But as a woman, if you've never seen your mom big up your father and every day he's, she's always downgrading him, downgrading him or bringing out the worst in him. Or even when he tries to bring flowers, Oh, this is all you brought. Uh, maybe he buys a frame for Thanksgiving. I mean, Valentine's day. And it's just a frame with your face on it. And you're saying you didn't give me money. You didn't buy me jewelry. Those kind of things are ingratitude. And that spirit seeps <laughs> up inside of you as well as a woman. Too. Oh yeah. And so you have to be very careful to identify all these things in your household and say, no, I'm being delivered tonight. I'm not going to do what my mom did. My mom never said thank you. My mom never showed us that she was happy that what my dad did. These are all things. One thing I like about my mom, she taught us, when somebody gives you something, you thank them three times on the spot. You call them that same night, even after you thank them on the spot. And then the very next day, you call them again and you say thank you again. Mm. As a result, people are always giving to her. Mm. Because she will sing to the end of the world. It shows appreciation. That's the, that's the relationship we should have. We have with God. Mm -hmm. God. God knows that you need money. He knows that you need a marriage. But if you don't ask mm -hmm. and praise Him and thank Him, Bible says that's why every prayer ends with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. prayer has to end with thanksgiving mm -hmm. in order for you to receive what you're looking for. So. If you don't show appreciation, if you're a type of woman always quiet, you think that you you assume that man should do everything for you, so you, oh, it's just that's what he should do anyway. So I don't need to thank him. No, that's if that's the case, then we have we have a problem here. Yeah. The same thing with you as a man. If you assume that always it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a woman thing for her to cook mm -hmm. for me, so 
Uh, she cook is okay. I don't need to say thank you. No, learn how to say thank you to your wife for the things that she does. Um, there was nowhere in the Bible that the only woman supposed to cook. A man cooked. Man, woman cooked. Everybody should be cooking. And so, if she's the one taking that responsibility, thank her for it. Thank her for the good meal. Thank her that wow, today the the soup was very nice or the stew was really good. I like the way you made it. You know, at least thank her for all that she does. If she come and serve you, oh, thank you for at least serving me. Those kind of things helps. It, it goes a long way in marriage. And uh, I pray that we will begin to, um, you know, do those things. If you're already married, you know, learn how to say thank you to your spouse. It will go a very long way. And I remember uh, one of our church members came to our house and I believe you gave me water or something. I'm like, oh, thank you, babe. I was so excited that you gave me a bottle of water. Mm. And she came to me and she's like, first lady, you said thank you? And I'm like, yeah. He don't have to do that mm. just because he's my husband. I have legs. I can walk and go get my own mm. water. But because you did that, and she said, wow, I've never seen that in my house. Mm. It's always why didn't you get me the water? But it's never thank you for mm, the water. Mm, and mm. so those little, little things are important. And we'll talk about having great influences in marriage to look at. Mm. It's very, very important because maybe if you didn't have it at home with your mother and your father, God is faithful enough to give you a second chance and see how it's done appropriately and properly so that you can correct and do things the right way. And that's why today, that's why we wanted to do this series because what we wanted to do is basically educate and inform you to change your perspective that deliverance may occur in your mindset mm -hmm. because many of us it's our mindset that's the reason why we're repelling so much men that's the reason why we're repelling so much women. That's the reason why we can't keep a man. That's the reason why we can't keep a woman. That is the reason why our marriages are failing and they're failing miserably. Or that is the reason why we're not happy in our marriages. If you saw that your mother didn't know how to talk to men, chances are you won't know how to talk to men. And like Pastor was saying, this thing is so spiritual that you don't even have to actually be around your mother. It's like in the blood. It's genetic coding that I will... Uh, the enemy said, I will use her mouth to destroy her marriage. But I have a question first, mm -hmm. lady. Why do women don't like good men? I mean, for that one, I'm going to say I like a good man. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good man. So. Because everything we say about sacrifice, when a young girl is dating a guy and yeah. he's too much of that, they, it kind of turned them off. Uh, uh, oh, I have an answer for that. Continue. Okay. So why why is it that? Why why do you see this great thing that can be a blessing? You can have a long a long a long longevity in marriage with this person, but you will never be attracted to that. Uh, I don't know why because I've seen I've, I, sometimes I see it. A, a nice young guy wants to be with this young beautiful lady, yeah. but it's like. They say you're doing too much. Or you're doing too much. He's or, too aggressive. Or he's, he's too, pushing up on me. And or maybe he just. He's too soft or they have all these kind of saying, but all they're saying is that he's too good for me. Mm -hmm. He's too good. Mercy. I want I want somebody who can slap me around a little by little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> somebody who everybody likes. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody that they can compete mm -hmm. for. Do you guys also have a desire to chase after men or something? Is that is that why? You see, again, 
when you start understanding one feminine energy versus masculine energy, mm. I think it has a lot to do with it. And mm. two, going back to the genesis of things. Mm. Because all their lives, most of these type of girls, all their lives, they've never seen a good man. Mm. They've never been around a good man. They didn't man. know how to smell like. And it, it wasn't even, <laughs> exactly, they don't even know the smell of a good man. And so, forget about their parents, even their own cousins. Yeah. Some of them, their older sisters, their mm. older brothers. Mm. That's all they've seen. Abusive relationship after abusive relationship. Mm. They've seen the women always doing the most mm. for the man's attention, mm. for the man's love. Mm. And that's why you see many women with short shorts. Mm. That's why you see many women showing their breasts mm. because that is the way they have been taught. That I have to overcompensate for mm. you to love me. Mm. They have never been taught, be yourself. Mm. Be soft, mm. be think, mm. be pink, mm. and allow him to come and hunt you. Mm. Allow him to show you that he loves you. Mm -hmm. And so many of us, what's happening is that we are behaving inconsistent with our labels. Mm. Mm. We are doing wife things, and our label says we're just talking. Wow. Yeah, wow. Mm, for that one. Wow. Our wow. labels are inconsistent with what we're doing. Doing. That's, that's and so deep. by the time you get to wife level, mm. you've already been doing his laundry, you've already been cooking for him, you've already been doing all the things that wives were wives supposed do. to do. Mm -hmm. And so you are exhausted. Mm. And so you get into the marriage and you are just like, I'm tired. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. And that is where pastors, you guys end up with the most of that. And mm. that's why most men be like, oh, and and she probably likes the pastor because now she's finally saying, this is all I've done in all these years. She's mm. finally opening up to a man who is hunting for answers from her. Yeah. Mm. And mm. so all their lives, they haven't seen that. Yeah. I've actually seen my father pull my mom in the middle of our hallway, our living room, and start dancing with her. Mm. And I remember covering my eyes. I'm like, what is going on here? And I remember <laughs> my mom got mad kids like me. And so I've seen that. And I know my, my, my father, I guess when he wanted something from my mom, I hope she knows. That was his head. move. That was his move. That's his move. Yeah, he would like. I need to implement that. <laughs> He would, her, he would turn on some some Luther Vandross. <laughs> that strategy won't work. Strategy. <laughs> but That's a good strategy. Would, he would hunt for her, uh -huh. and so that whole day, all of a sudden, my father's buying fried chicken. He's like, you know, Yvonne, you don't have to cook today. Uh -huh. Let's eat chicken. Like mm. he wants to preserve her nice. energy. Nice. He's being yeah. nice. He's setting up the mood. <laughs> <laughs> and so literally I saw what it looked like to be hunted after as a woman. Yeah. And so my mom is very, very strong. She's very aggressive, but she has that 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 softness about her. Mm. She knew when her husband wanted to be that overly aggressive male and mm. she allowed him to be so mm. i've seen it but many cases people never seen that mm. their moms are the ones figuring out what to do for the anniversary their moms are the ones figuring things out to do mm. and so all their lives they've never done that mm. Mm. and then mm. you have the women in the same token as well too you have the women who never seen what being soft looks like mm. Mm, 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 and so mm. they're blank in gratitude because their mom is blank in gratitude. I remember I saw one girl, she showed her mom 
like some big thing that she did must have been a test or a project or something mm. and I was more excited for her than her own mom her mom was like oh okay and I was like, whoa, that's the reason why you are the way that you mm, are. Mm. You don't know how to take care of men. Mm. You don't know how to be kind to your She men. never saw it. She never saw it. Man. As a result, she's never been able to keep a real boyfriend. Mm, 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 mm. That's deep. I think today, you know, God wants us to go deep and pull some stuff out of you. Uh, to really start checking your family and 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 the things that you've seen your mom gone through, all right, mm-hmm. is something that you need to start checking. Mm-hmm. The things that you've seen your father gone through, you some those are the things that you need to check as a man, mm-hmm. as well, because those are the that is you. Mm-hmm. The Bible said as just the daughter, and so is the mother. So you you are your mother's daughter, mm-hmm. and you are your father's son. Mm-hmm. You can't stay away from it. The only way you can get away from it. Mm-hmm. It's now to know it and say, you know what? I'm going to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. And so that I don't become just like my mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to hate my mother for being like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to forgive my mother. Mm-hmm. I'm, for, I'm going to forgive my father for not even taking care of me. Mm-hmm. When you go into forgiveness, that is when the Lord opened the door for you. Mm-hmm. For you to be able to do something different. Mm-hmm. And so today, the Lord really wants us to examine ourselves indeed. Yeah. And you check. marriage, you got marriage. Yes. And check ourselves. <laughs> To see whether we are ready or not. Yeah. And even those that are in marriage, it's good to check yourself again. How have you been doing as a husband? Mm. How have you been doing as a wife? How have you been doing as a father mm. to your children? Mm. We need to re-examine ourselves mm. and check these things so that we can be more effective mm. and, and be a blessing to our families. Amen. Amen. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, I mean, I think, um, I think we went over everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think the, the most important part for men, I think, before we, we end, mm-hmm. uh, is learn how, learning how to communicate mm-hmm. is very, very important. And so if you're not married, just learn how to communicate mm-hmm. with other people who will help you in marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, laying those foundations, like I said, the discipline. Learn how to be disciplined. Learn how to, to call people, uh, be, have, have people that you can... You can, you can um, they can check up on you and you can check up on those kind of things helps mm-hmm. because once you get get into married, mm-hmm. uh, you bring people into your life that you need to be able to uh, be responsible for. So as a man, these are the things that you work on. And also, you know, prepare your outer self as a man for marriage mm-hmm. and also focus more on the inner self. Mm-hmm. I think the beauty of marriage is that once you get into it, mm-hmm. the, the inner beauty speaks more than the outer mm-hmm. beauty. And that is something that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Your inner spirit mm-hmm. will be the one that will keep your marriage. Mm-hmm. It's not your beauty. Mm-hmm. Your, your physical beauty can only, is only attractive in the initial stages. Mm-hmm. I saw you. You are beautiful. I like you. Once you say yes to me, the inner beauty begins to speak. It speaks louder. It speaks louder. Mm-hmm. It's not, the, it's not you wearing that tight shirt that your wife will like. They want to see the manly in you, the man aspect, the, the sacrifice, the responsibility, mm-hmm. the taking charge kind of spirit that is in you, the, 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 that kind of covering for her. Mm-hmm. Women like men who are already in relationship because they see that in them. Mm-hmm. And so you realize that it's not your Just physical don't like look. like mine. That's all I'm saying. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> but we get right? you, Pastor. Yeah. You, 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 you want to you, you wanna show that as a man to the woman. 
Mm-hmm. All right, in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So the your inner self, mm-hmm. the, the the beauty that's in you is mm-hmm. what's gonna keep your marriage, mm-hmm. and that's what's gonna cause your wife to fall more in love with you. Mm-hmm. And the same goes with the woman. Mm-hmm. Your inner beauty will speak more. The reason why your husband will love to be with you mm-hmm. is because of the inner beauty. Mm-hmm. That is why we said that the vertical relationship with Christ very is very important. Because once they see that, wow, they honor you more. Mm-hmm. If you are if you're a woman, you want to be honored by a man. Have a relationship with God. They will respect you more. Mm-hmm. Men respect that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know how to be ready, yeah, keep it up. If you have, if you have a relationship with God, don't stop it. Mm-hmm. A time may come when you, there's, a, there's a man that God is going to release into your life. He will like you because of that. Mm-hmm. And so don't, don't forget that. I think mm-hmm. that's very important. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, we have many men. Most men don't want to be uh, in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of females seeking God and men seeking basketball. Uh, we, we don't know. I mean, this life, I can tell you about 80% could be men, women. Mm-hmm. Easily. The guys said they on here too. They on here, they on here. Uh, do I have guys? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you're a woman, don't try to go and pull somebody from the club and then trying to make them a husband. It, it will be a headache, a headache that you don't need. It will be a disaster. Disaster. All right. Learn how to stay put, and the Lord will bring you the right person. Amen. And because you may be surprised, people say, "Where are all the good men?" And men, there are men, good men also asking, "Where are all the good women?" I'm telling you the truth. Where are all the good women? Every good man that is ready to marry is asking the same question that the women are asking. Mm-hmm. And so your time and your chance is on the way coming. God is going to give you an opportunity because the Bible says, "Time and chance will happen to them all," according to Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse eleven. Mm-hmm. And so. You may be thinking, I know somebody asked a question, uh, when do I get married? How is that going to happen? It's just a matter of time and chance. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time and chance. And so I know I'm asking that question. I'm, I'm answering your question. Time and chance will happen to you. What you need to do is to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. And today the Lord said, I prepare. Go back deep. Go back to your roots mm-hmm. and start preparing. Because when that opportunity comes and you are not prepared for it, you mess it up. Mm-hmm. And then... It would take another 10 years for the chance to come back again. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And so, you know, we're ending off. But like Pastor said, a few more nuggets is knowing God for yourself. Always think of the Samaritan woman who tried to fill a square hole with a round peg. It will never happen. You cannot fill voids with people. You cannot have the Superman syndrome. Otherwise, it will not go well. Because what will happen is you'll say that I don't like this guy. This one has money, so I'm going to go with him. But once you settle in the marriage, you'll realize I'm still not fulfilled. I'm still not happy. Mm. Why am I still depressed? Why do I still have severe self-esteem issues? Why am I not smiling as much? Mm. Because you are being the Samaritan woman. Mm. And mm. that goes for men as well, too. You'll find that men end up sleeping with a lot of women to compensate for something, a hole that can only be filled by, by God. God. Yeah. And they do it with their even their jobs, their businesses, some of them their cars. Mm. They use everything in the world to fill gaps mm. Mm. that don't need to be filled feel- by anybody but God. And so that's one takeaway that we want you guys to take away. And then I also want to leave you with this. There are five ways the devil accuses us each day. 
There are five different ways the devil accuses us. And it's good to make mention of this because once you realize this, then every time he arises up in your marriage, in your relationships, in your friendships, in any situationships that you're in, you now have the mind of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And the five ways are he accuses me to God because every day he's always trying. And then he accuses God to me, mm. right? And then he accuses me to me. Mm. And then he accuses me to you. Mm. And then he accuses you to me. Mm. And so, you want me to say it again? Mm-hmm. And so, he accuses me to God, God to me, me to me, you to me, and then you, and then me to you. And so every day, the enemy is always trying in your relationship, in your marriage. And these are, I'm telling you, (laughs) Pastor and I, I wouldn't say we have the best marriage, but we have the best marriage by God's grace. Why? Because he has his personal relationship with Christ and we have, and I have mine. And then together we realize anytime the enemy wants to stir up trouble before we, we entered into this. Remember we said we were going to do this last week, but the Lord said, no, wait, pray concerning your marriage that as you are standing here in front of Literally, it's almost 900 people probably. A thousand, somebody said. My, my, my mom producer, one of the producers here said. It's almost a thousand people between all the three social networks. And so you can imagine some of you are enjoying this and you're taking it in. And some of you guys actually came to say that, Lord, may you or devil, can you come in between their well, marriage? Well, pierce your eye by the finger, with the finger of God. Pierce your eyes. <laughs> and so as a result, We were very strategic not to do it last week. We had to make sure we solidified ourselves. We covered ourselves in the blood of Jesus, covered our family, covered our nuclear family, our kids, our church members, because when the attacks come, guess what? We know how to handle it. So we understand. Yeah, we block it, actually. That was the reason why we didn't do it last week. As a result, we always know when the enemy is trying to accuse us of Mm. each other. And when you have this mindset, instead of you saying, you did this to me, like, oh, devil, I see what you're trying to do right Mm -hmm. now. I'm not going to argue with my husband. I'm not going to argue with my wife. And if they did something to offend me, what I'm going to do is I'm not the enforcer. The Holy Spirit is the enforcer. And so... What I'm going to do is I'm going to be cool with my husband and I'm going to take it up in prayer and I'm going to make sure that the Holy Spirit convicts him and enforces him to do exactly what I need him to do because I can't enforce him to do anything. Mm -hmm. And so it's very, very important that you know how the devil accuses. He's always trying to point a finger at somebody. Well, the Bible calls him the accuser of the the brethren. brethren. And the worst accusation is the one against you. Mm -hmm. The reason why most people are depressed is because the enemy accuses themselves against themselves. Every day you are think you are the worst person in the world. Mm-hmm. You are thinking you always think negative concerning mm-hmm. you. The enemy is always speaking to you concerning you mm-hmm. that you are nobody. Mm-hmm. Why nobody love you? Nobody care for you. Always me. I should kill myself, stab myself. Can you take the knife? Stab yourself. Stab yourself. Why don't you drink that medicine? You will die. Or why don't you light yourself up with fire? And he keep accusing you to yourself. Mm-hmm. When are you, if you take that to marriage, uh-oh. Yeah. Listen, if, <laughs> if you take that to marriage, that marriage will not last a week. Jesus. 
Christ. And so one, if you if you are a person that has been dealing with the mind attacks, mm -hmm. it's better you start praying seriously, mm -hmm. and you gotta you 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 gotta break out of that yeah. because it will destroy your marriage. Mm -hmm. It will destroy your marriage. Mm -hmm. That voice, me spirit, needs mm -hmm. to go. Jesus. And those are the people that will also tend mm -hmm. to want a savior mm -hmm. in their spouse. Mm -hmm. Because they are depressed all the time, they feel like when the spouse come, mm -hmm. they will be delivered from it. Mm -hmm. and, and then when the spouse come and <laughs> there's no difference, they're like, you know what? Problem. And that's the worst type of girls to talk to. The one, those type of girls, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You just go take them out to eat one day. And now he liked me. And now he don't Messy. like me. And he don't want me to this and this. And I'm like, sis, he's not your savior. If he don't like you, move on. It's not that deep. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Messy. <laughs> and man, don't be taking anybody out. <laughs> they, say, they say I should stay on the man. So I'm trying not to hit the woman. Listen, if you're a man, watch who you are taking out. Don't just get up one day and say, you know what? I'm going to take people out. <laughs> All right? Learn how to pray about people. Jesus. Learn how to study people for a while. <laughs> Learn how to do all those things. So before... Oh, do you want to talk about this before we go? What? The dating aspect of people now in the world. is like, oh, why don't you date around? Why don't you just ask her out without knowing whether it's your wife or whether it's your husband? Those things, we need to talk about it because a lot of people's hearts have been broken mm. because, oh, I wanted to just test it out. Dating without intent. Dating, yes. Listen, in, if you're a Christian, I'm talking to Christians, I believe. If you're a Christian and you want to date, if you're a man, you want to date a young woman, listen, because we are the hunters, you are the one that will approach her and ask her out. Mm -hmm. Now, before you do that, you need to make sure that this is a person that you want to be with. If you are not ready to marry the person you want to take out, don't ask the person out. I'm, I'm warning you, and I'm giving you, a, I'm giving you wise counsel. If you want to be with that person, make sure you are prayed. Make sure you have a green light from the Lord before you go and ask the lady out. Mm -hmm. Because the heart of a woman is very soft. Mm -hmm. Once you even ask a woman out, in her mind, she has already planned her marriage. Mm -hmm. She has calculated her wedding day, how many kids you guys are going to have. Everything. Yeah, it's true. And so, if you are not sure, mm -hmm. and you just want to just be playing with your heart, mm -hmm. it will bring more harm. You'll be hurting people. Mm -hmm. And every woman that is hurt is a curse on you mm -hmm. as a man. And so it is better for that to, when you enter into a relationship, it must be for a purpose. Why am I with you? The Lord said that I should be with you and it's for the purpose of me getting to know you to get married to you. Mm -hmm. Not for me to just test you out mm -hmm. and if I don't like you, I'll just put you aside mm -hmm. and say, you know what? The Lord told me that you are not my wife. Mm -hmm. This one is my wife. Mm -hmm. If that is your mindset, we need to change mm -hmm. because especially in the environment of the church, if you're a church person and there's somebody within the church that you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it brings more confusion mm -hmm. in the church and you don't want to create that. And so, and you don't want people, people to be talking about you that you you talk to everybody and all that. As a man, they kind of bring your. If you are ten, it'll bring you down to a five. Yeah. I always say one of the beauties about you is that by the grace of God, thank you, Jesus, because you know everybody in Brooklyn is like my cousin, and so it would have been so embarrassing for me to be 
you know, getting married and then my husband is already devalued already. Oh, they would devalue very yeah. fast. Because as much as people think only men do it and oh, I slept with her and I did this, women do the same thing. And ours, you don't even have to sleep with us. The minute you even tap us to try to talk to us, in our head, if we rejected you, you're a lame. Mm. And so if you go from woman to woman to woman to woman every day talking to them, you get devalued already. Mm. I will never forget, um, uh, I was in a, a bridesmaid, whatever uh, thing, and all the bridesmaids, it seemed that one person had tried to talk to majority of them Jesus. and come and see the way they were bashing him mm. and devaluing him as a man. And wow. I said, thank you, Jesus, that my husband never tried to talk to anyone around me. But can you imagine as a woman hearing that concerning your spouse, your husband, mm -mm. and people, your, your friends, oh, he tried to talk to me. He tried. Mm -hmm. That is embarrassment to your wife. Mm -hmm. And so as, men, as a man, you don't want to do that. You don't want to create that kind of environment and you don't want to be hurting people mm -hmm. because you, you may not be hurt, mm -hmm. but the person that you just talked to yep. will be hurt mm -hmm. because you say, you know what? I want to go and pray. It gets to a point, oh, I, you know, my sister, I want to go and pray about you. No, that's not the time you're going to pray about her. I already planned my wedding in my head. Yeah. That's why you want to pray about me. You should have prayed about me before you asked me out. Mm -hmm. And so listen, let's learn from this, guys, and uh, be better. The better before you approach any girl, any woman that you've mm -hmm. make sure that the Lord has given you the green light. Because I always say it is a no until you hear a yes. Don't say, you know, the Lord didn't say nothing. Let me just go ahead. No. It is a no until you hear the Lord say yes. When the Lord gives you a yes, then you can go for it and ask the lady out. And I'm sure the Lord will make sure that everything goes well. And women don't go chasing. One thing you have to understand is that. Women who chase don't get cherished. I'll say it again. It Women who chase do not get cherished. Mm. They are hunters. This doesn't mean the OD hard to get. But there is a level of hard to get. And once that he does have you, again, that's when you start to show your love. That is when you are titled. Chances are you'll be a wife by that time. You are secure in who you are and your title. But do not go and chase a man, okay? I always get questions. And first lady, nobody's coming to me. Hmm. And I'm, I'm going here. And I'm doing this. And I'm doing that. Can we trust God? If we're Christians, can we actually trust God mm. to do what he said he will do? Can we trust God? This is not for the married Time people. and chance will happen. Can time and chance happen to you? Can we allow God to fix all that is in you before you go and mess up somebody's son's mm. heart? Can we allow ourselves to be fixed in Christ? Can we have our personal relationship in Christ? Can we say that we know God for ourselves before the man comes in? Mm. Can we say that he is not my savior, but he is a good match for me. Oh, yes. He's compatible with me and I'm a good help me because I waited on God to finish fixing me. And some of us, <laughs> our fixing may happen when we're 20. And some of us, our fixing may finish when we're 30. You have to know how much damage has been done to you in your genesis and mm. why God is allowing you to wait so you don't mess certain things up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why preparation is needed because... Although, the, the opportunity will come. But if you don't take advantage of it, guess what? Mm -hmm. You'll miss it. The person will come. you mess it up. Mm -hmm. It will take another 10 years. Yep. 
And so then you'll be praying, like, when is the next one coming? The Lord said, I gave it to you, you messed it up, somebody else got it. And so we need to prepare now. You may think that preparation is not important, it's very, very important. There are certain relationships that if you were to get in today, you, you will mess it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you are not mature enough. Mm-hmm. But if you prepare yourself when it comes, you are able to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. All right? So we need to prepare. And it's very good. Um, um, yeah, we need to prepare. Mm-hmm. Men don't like women who chase after them. Mm-hmm. For, for some reason, it turns men off. We, we, we are actually turned off when you as a woman are fiending. Konoba said, if you chase us, we men will run away. Oh, yeah. In Jesus' name. No. <laughs> we don't like a fiend. Like, you can't be a fiend. Yeah. All right? You need to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Let us come for you. Mm-hmm. Or, or sometimes, you, all you need to do is give us that look. Mm-hmm. Or the man, if he sees that look, like, oh, there might be an interest, he'll come for it. You don't need to be pushing, being upfront, but just give him that look. The women, women have that look. They can give you, and you know that okay, this one may be interested. Let me mm-hmm. now begin to chase after her, yeah. and that, that's what you need to do. So learn how to give the look. Let's learn how to stay in our place. All right, men, don't don't be having a wife who can be your your sugar mama who's chasing after you, doing everything. Women like masculine men. We want to know you can take out the trash. We want to know you can open the door. Chivalry is not dead. My husband does it for me. People don't understand how he still opens the door for me. And I'm like, this is how our marriage is. And I still say thank you. We understand our roles. We don't try to. And you see, I, one thing I love about Pastor, he always says that I can, I can be a lioness in the spirit and most of you guys who know when I'm on the pulpit, I'm a whole different person. But when I'm around him, I go back to soft. I'm 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 a baby girl. I'm his baby. I'm you know cuddle. I'm cuddable. Is that a word? Cuddable. <laughs> I'm huggable. Huggable. I'm lovable. Cuddable. You know when I'm outside with the world, <laughs> people think like yeah, kissable. <laughs> I'm squeezable. I'm all that good stuff. When I'm around him. Because I've learned to to come come down from my high horse. <laughs> no, people. I would also laugh. People say, "Say I did. I said I give the look and say, Pastor, do the look again.' I don't know what I did." But... And so it's very good for us to make sure that we understand feminine energy. I can tame the beast in my husband with one whisper. Uh, whisper. If I'm like, babe, you doing this, you doing, mm, he won't. That's a wrong move. But if I'm like, babe, you just calm down. Like, we got this. We're good. If I can calm him down with a whisper, I can do so much more with a whisper. Mm. Okay. So, I hope you guys are blessed. I'm yeah. So what time is it now? Oh, it's 11. 11 on we... the dot. There you go. Yeah. Yes. So, we hope you guys were blessed. I love working with my husband, right? Yep. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I pray that the Lord give you a good spouse that you mm-hmm. can also work with. Yes. I think that's, that's all marriage is about. Yes. To be able to work together in everything. And, and we'll everything. talk about that because I know you're going there. No, no, I want to. I think the time is up now. The yeah, media we team told to us that their, camera, their cameras are hot. Yeah. So we got to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we pray you enjoyed this. Make sure you invite somebody tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday. I saw some people put in Friday. Somebody said they're forcing us to do Friday. <laughs> they're forcing us to do Friday. Well, Friday, we'll pray for marriage. All about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good one. Friday, we are praying for marriage. Yes. And so, yes, come ready to pray for your marriage, yes. future marriage. Amen. And everything marriage Amen. and children too amen so on a scale of one to ten how good was this let us know one to ten how good was this so please share so i believe that the media team will get it ready so it will be posted properly on youtube but it was a joy to be here right babe? oh yeah it was amazing uh we had a good time okay. i pray that god will now begin to fix whatever needs to be fixed amen. in marriages amen. And then in our personal lives so that Amen. we can also be a blessing Amen. to in our marriage and also for our children Amen. you know marriage is all for the kids Amen. and if you're able to if you have a two people who are correct they will have a, a correct marriage Amen. Amen. and then the children will be correct Amen. 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 And so most of your questions, we're not directly answering them, but we are answering them as we go along. And I believe the topics are not your normal topics because the way we started here today, most people didn't think we would start that way. And so I pray that the Holy Spirit continues to lead us and we give you guys, you know, vital information for marriages, singles, all that good stuff. And so be prepared. It's going to be good. Amen. 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 Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you for tonight. Yes, we thank Lord. you for such a good time before yes, you. We pray that everything that was discussed, Lord, that you will help us to remember everything. Amen. And that we will apply it in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. We pray that even if a marriage is represented here that is dying, we pray that through these messages, Lord, there will be a revival. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. open the eyes of your people. Yes, for your words say, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Yes, I pray that your people will be full of knowledge. And therefore, they will not perish in the name of Jesus. We thank you for everyone that joined us tonight. Yes, we give you praise and give you glory for their lives. Yes, in Jesus' precious name we pray. Somebody say, Amen. 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 Also, I want to give people opportunity. If you are listening to us, listen. If you want to give your life to Christ, you want to give you that opportunity. I know we are talking about marriage and mm -hmm. stuff, but Jesus is still on the throne. Yes. Our relationship with our spouse is the same relationship we should have with Jesus. And I want to give you that opportunity to accept Christ mm -hmm. as your Lord and your personal Savior. So if you are here and if you want to give your life to Jesus, this opportunity, this, this is an opportunity for you to do so. I want you to type in, I want to give my life to Christ and we will pray with you before we leave. Um, if anyone here like that, please let us know and we will pray with you before we leave. All right? Well, if anybody watched later, let's pray for those that want to serve Christ today. Yes. Amen. Father, in the I want you to say this after me. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Today, today, I give my life to Christ. I give my life to Christ. Say, I accept Jesus. I accept Jesus as my Lord, as my Lord and personal Savior. And personal Savior. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, forgive me, forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. Wash me, wash me with your blood. With your blood. Today, today, I open my heart. I open my heart. I believe that you came and died. I believe that you came and died. And on the third day, and on the third you day, resurrected. you resurrected. And therefore, therefore, from today, from today, you are my master. 
you are my master so satan satan you have no authority over my life you have no authority over jesus my life. is my master jesus is my master I say thank you jesus thank you jesus for saving me for saving me in jesus name in jesus name amen 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 amen, amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. That, those people that accepted Christ today, may the Lord bless you. Make sure you send us a message on um, at evangelism, evangelism at com, And then we will help you out, show you what to do in this time. Amen. God bless you. May the Lord give you the grace to be able to walk this walk and walk with Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless everyone. Uh, if you want to give any offering, you are free to do so as well. Uh, feel free to give an offering if you are touched by the Lord to do so. If not, it's okay. We pray on every offering that will be coming in. May the Lord bless you and give you great marriages in the name of Jesus. May the Lord help you to become a better man. Even as you sow this seed, may the heavens open on you in Jesus' name. Release blessings on every seed, every offering in Jesus' name precious name we have prayed amen 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 amen. amen. god bless you all and see you god willing tomorrow at 8 p.m eastern time by the grace of god make sure you invite people again make sure you broadcast it i think we haven't done this in a while yeah and so this i believe god wants to use this time to speak to us concerning marriage and so take advantage of this, please. Don't let this season pass by without you learning anything mm-hmm. from these episodes. Mm-hmm. All right? And also pray for us that the Lord will use us to be a blessing to you. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, amen. Amen. God bless you all and see you tomorrow. Love and Marriage, presented by Pastor Dominic and Lady Leslie Osei, a series that empowers both singles and married to fulfill God's design and purpose for their marriage. We hope that it has been a blessing to you. It is your love, support, and partnership that makes the gospel spread worldwide. We look forward to seeing you on our next show. For more information, contact us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or Periscope at Kingdom Full Tabernacle or email us at info at kftchurch.com. Blessings!